in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, The Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome into the Sportsocracy here on a Friday. It is uh, the ES. It is ESPN Asheville. We're in the Ingalls studio. Jeremy, you're making faces and it threw me off. Uh, <laughs> Computers do weird things sometimes. Computers do weird things sometimes. It is the Sportsocracy, and we are heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat each and every day. And, of course, we're heard locally on 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. So the Sportsocracy is, uh, yeah, oh, I see what you're making the face about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, camera, least. camera, camera angles are fun. Yeah, this is, uh, it, 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 we're getting there. Just, <laughs> just, just give me a minute. He'll fix it. No worries. Uh, get with us on the YouTube stream and well, I mean, welcome into the Friday edition of the program. I don't have a hat on. So our, our, our streaming software felt like you need to see more of the glory that is this just, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. My hair's got a date tonight. Let's go. You're <laughs> Going to Joe Lasher Jr. Single release tonight. Let's go. Oh, that's Twisted Laurel Weaverville. Let's go. That's going to be fun. Um, yeah, you, you got a date tonight. I hope it's with of course HWA. It is. Of course it is. She I mean, loves it. I mean, because your hair screams, I've got a date with Tanya from the trailer park. Hey, I work hard to look this trashy, okay? It's a whole vibe. Rather impressed. Rather impressed with the uh, with the cloth today, Jeremy is. Uh, I, uh, me, on the other hand, I'm not. Uh, I said to you earlier, like, I, I'm so glad that your wife is making you cut that for the wedding. Well, still got three months till then, so there's that. Because <laughs> you, you went from an ironic mullet to now you look like the lead singer of the Marshall Tucker Band. Uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> hey, look, I do look like a guy. That would show up with a bass guitar and a song in his heart. And that's who I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are in the sportsocracy and uh, it's time for the opening drive here on a Friday afternoon. And it's always brought to you by Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Yeah, you want to you want a nice drive? Uh, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville can hook you up with that, whether it be a new or a certified pre-owned vehicle. Go by and mention the Sportsocracy, and they will give you $250 bonus on your trade-in. I am in a 2023 Platinum Nissan Rogue that is just, it's its, it's the sweetest ride on the road. It's got the beautiful uh, camel-colored interior. It's got a little thing that tells me how fast I'm going and the speed limit where I'm at because, well, let's face it, I don't pay a lot of attention. <laughs> perfect vehicle for me would be the perfect vehicle for you. And to find out which one that is, Give those guys a call or just take a trip down to the showroom, 625, 629 Brevard Road. Tell them the formerly fat guys from the Sportsocracy sent you. Indeed. We've got uh, all of the NFL post or, or off-season coverage coming your way today as we'll do a couple more uh, free agency class reviews. 
tight ends and linebackers. Two uh, low-rated banger classes in this free agency class. We have two more team-by-team off-season previews to get to today. We'll do the Green Bay Packers, who, I mean, there's nothing going on with them. Or, and the Washington Commanders, another uninteresting team in this po- in this offseason. Let's go. But we got to start with Let's Ride! Oh, Russell Wilson. Uh, so the report comes out that Russell Wilson, in the waning days of his tenure in Seattle, wanted Pete Carroll and the GM, John Schneider, fired. And now Russell says that's absolutely a, a, a fabrication, or his attorneys say that's a. It's weird that your attorneys would be the ones to have to weigh in on this. I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that. Right, like, it, but but Russell does any Wilson of it surprise is, you? No, because Russell Wilson has done nothing. Like since he came into the league, and it was the story of the the local kid. Yes, we claim Russell Wilson is the local kid because he played baseball for the Asheville Tourists and obviously played at NC State as the quarterback of the Wolfpack. Um, I mean, it may it may officially say he came from Wisconsin, but he spent his formidable years in college at NC State. And he came into the league with this underdog mentality, too short, all the naysayers. And it was a great story as he and the Seattle Seahawks and the Legion of Boom and that defense, really, a number one, leading them to prominence, leading them to a Super Bowl. It was all a great story. And then it was like, I don't know, you, 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 how much has your opinion changed on Russell Wilson over the last two to three years? Mm, mine was never really high to begin with. Really? No. You didn't You didn't buy that uh, no, I hard always... worker, great student kind of... I don't know. It was, like I said, it was an underdog story. And ever since he won the, won the trophy, he has, del- he has just dived into the diva role. No, he always struck me as I, I always thought the whole pack of badgers was just goofy and the go hawks at the end of every interview was goofy. And then he got to Denver and let's ride. There's a reason I make fun of that. Mm-hmm. You try entirely too hard to convince me that you are something that you are not. I felt that way about Russell Wilson for years. Going all the way back to when he got drafted. Mm-hmm. And they had the camera in his house, and you had the girlfriend with the look that became the meme. <laughs> right. and, and you just go down all of these rabbit holes and just, what exactly is it about him that people were so enamored with? I never figured it out. He won a Super Bowl. Great. With, an, with a fantastic defense. Mm-hmm. He's literally never thrown for more than 4,300 yards in his career. Never. Mm-hmm. Had 40 touchdowns once. Other than that, he's a, I mean, he's fine. But when, if you remember when this Bronco trade went down, I told you this is going to age like a dairy product yep. because they got absolutely fleeced. And it went, and it went south much faster than you ever could have imagined. <sighs> don't, don't even try. I mean, I told you from the jump, I mean, this is not this a playoff is, team. But this was an unmitigated disaster. This was, and it's, this well, and it's just, funny to me that it's been put on Nathaniel Hackett. Yes. And I'm not saying this because the Jets hired Nathaniel Hackett. There's not a coach on this planet that is this out to lunch. And you buried to me what is the lead of this story. I'm not in any way surprised that he wanted Pete Carroll out. Not surprised in the least. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard stories for years 
that he didn't like being the mobile quarterback that did all these things with his legs. He wanted to sit in the pocket and throw darts like Aaron Rodgers. Well, here's the thing. You're not that guy. The bigger part to me is that he has his own office in Denver. Yeah. Does any other quarterback in the NFL do that? I don't no, know. But the I answer is no. It. None of them would even ask. And for some reason in my head, I have this vision of Russell's office and there's a big painting over the desk that he had commissioned of him and Sierra on a Bronco yeah. and they're naked <laughs> and it's an oil painting. And at the top, it just says, let's ride. And he's got the little pew pew right. Stetson Bennett fingers. Right. All this story coming out of a report from the athletic and the details of the story go through his first season. And according to this report, I mean, well, I'll just read it to you. It says, uh, the Athletic also detailed issues with Wilson's first season in Denver with players, coaches, and staff members questioning some of the control that the quarterback had. Examples included weekly private meetings with the offense held by Wilson, an office for Wilson located away from his teammates, play suggestions from Wilson that Nathaniel Hackett would then add to the game plan, and personal staff members, uh, and personal staff members the quarterback uh, was allowed to have on the t in the team facility. So this is his his quarterback's coach. Mm -hmm. This is the one where Sean Payton, they asked him at the introductory press conference, uh, are you still going to allow uh, Heaps or whatever his name is? Jake Heaps. Jake Heaps to be around. He was a quarterback at Kansas. And he said, Way back I, in the day. that's unfamiliar territory for me, but no. No one gets their own coaches. I have my own staff in the building, and that's going to be – it's going to be me – my staff and our players, and that's it. And that's exactly the way it should be. Uh, no doubt it's the way it should be. There is, I am officially to the point with Russell Wilson, there is absolutely nothing he does that surprises me. The tone-deaf subway commercials, you just hear him when he speaks. You don't get it. It doesn't surprise me that a, a room of 52 other alpha males look at Russell Wilson and go, you're just kind of goofy, and you're getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's going to change with Sean Payton. Will it get better? Yes. It will get better because I think Sean's just going to look at him and go, you can either get in line or get out. Mm -hmm. I'm the safest coach in the NFL. But do I think he's going to get drastically better than he was last year? No. No, I don't. I mean, what was the big outlier last year for, for Russell Wilson? Didn't throw a lot of touchdowns. Mm -hmm. That was that was an outlier. Touchdown rate was lower. Nothing else was all that out of the ordinary. He didn't run nearly as much as you expect. He got sacked way more. Well, he's a 34-year-old quarterback that's relied on his legs. Yeah, guess what? That's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen, and it's going to get worse. Mm -hmm. Because as you age, you don't get faster. And now he got exactly what he wanted, and it was shown to be an unmitigated disaster. Because... And because he had the control because he was running the show you you just can't do that and there's no. not an nfl franchise that can run that way no and this is what i was saying yesterday when we were talking about captain hiawaska and, and his his weird act mm -hmm. and the reason i don't want it around a young team i just saw this i just watched another guy that's a little bit bizarre go into a locker room that i i don't i never felt like it was a great locker room but it was a lot of young guys, and you were trying to put in a culture, and he was the weird guy that shows up doing sleight-of-hand magic tricks. Mm -hmm. 
wearing a, a, a sparkly coat that has his name on the back of it. That's just that's what I see out of him. And, and so you said, how much has my opinion changed? It's lessened, but not much. This is the same goofy kid that I've thought he was for a long time. Yeah. I guess it's because I'm goofy as well that I can look past that and go, well, I mean, that's, some people are just weird. I, I embrace my weirdness. But it's another thing to... I, I don't. I, I don't know. I, well, I, mean, I, mean, I just feel right. like he was. He was the small town star, the small town kid who was finally hitting it big. And then once he hit it big, See, I mean, he just he's forgot not where the, he came but, from. But, all that kind of stuff. But that's the thing. He's not the small town kid. That was the persona that was put out. And I think we're a little biased because mm-hmm. he played minor league baseball sure. here. He's from Cincinnati. And he's not, it's not like he grew up in the sticks and uh, he's a two-star recruit. No, this was an athletic kid that was drafted in two sports. And the more money he's gotten and the more fame he's gotten, the weirder he's gotten. Mm -hmm. I I can't remember who said this, but money doesn't actually change your personality. It just gives you more ability to be what you want to be. And that's where he's at. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, all right, so you were talking about your personality being a little bit weird. Yeah. I'm not. I'm the definition of a type A. I do not enjoy goofy people like this and i can tell you right now some of the things i saw in denver it's exactly how i reacted dalton risner getting into a fight with the backup of, i'm tired of all of you mm-hmm. i'm doing my job and i'm dealing with this goofball that, that just on a daily basis is finding new ways to irritate me right and i think there's a personality clash coming I don't think there's any way, and and maybe you're right. Maybe there maybe there is a storm of brewing between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, but honestly, I don't I don't think so. And I think this is going to work. And I don't think there's I don't think there's much path for him not to be better next year. All right, after the break, I want you to explain to me what you just said because to me, this is the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And I don't feel like there's that many new. There's not that many new tenants to this Bronco team. And I keep hearing what you said. And and like I said, I think it will be better. I don't see a path that's going to be drastically better. So after the break, you yep. can explain to me where I'm wrong. You're in the sportsocracy. It is ESPN Asheville. Cherokee Center, Asheville, March the 2nd through the 6th for the 2023 Ingalls SoCon Basketball Championships. Experience fun for the whole family as your favorite teams compete for the championship and a berth to the NCAA tournament. Get your discounted tickets to the 2023 Ingalls SoCon Basketball Championships today at your local neighborhood Ingalls Market. For more information, visit SoConHoops.com. That's SoConHoops.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. 
Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. It's ESPN Asheville. This is the Sportsocracy. And yeah, Russell Wilson, the report out today from The Athletic is that he wanted Pete Carroll and John Schneider fired in his last few months with the Seattle Seahawks and that he wanted Sean Payton to be high. That's why he wanted them out allegedly was because he wanted Sean Payton to come in and and be the guy and and take over for Seattle. I, I don't know where this came from. I but everyone associated with Russell Wilson has said it's absolute it's an absolute fabrication. Of course they have. Of course. Well, what's he going to say? Yeah, I tried to get him fired. And so you lost me and it came from his lawyers. Right. I'll also tell you that I heard the girl that wrote this story. I can't remember her name. Uh, she was on with Doug Gottlieb earlier. Mm-hmm. She didn't do herself any favors of credibility because it was a lot of, well, I can't tell you that. I think it came from the ownership themselves. Oh, okay. Because she got very cagey when it was, well, how do you know this? Mm-hmm. Well, I can't tell you that. With, with sourcing, I can't tell you that. It means it came from the ownership. The ownership took a hit when they moved Russell Wilson. And so now with geno smith they feel emboldened to tell the truth i don't know what caused this to come out now if she just heard the story now or she's been working on it for a while or what well the story actually started about the year in denver right and then she sourced some seattle contacts and they went oh yeah let's talk Uh, that was how she laid it out there Mm -hmm. of we started doing an article on how things just went catatonic in denver this year and the further down the rabbit hole we went the more people were willing to talk what does that tell you there was a lot of weird stuff going on but what does that tell you all right i'll give you a hypothetical you and i are are we've been doing this together a long time Mm -hmm. and we are friends outside of the show if somebody came to you let's say i took a job waxing surfboards or something like that somebody came to you a year from now would you feel the urge to air my dirty laundry no no you know why because i've never given you a reason to mm-hmm. i've never given you a reason to want to hurt me or vice versa russell did russell made them out to be the bad guy then he goes to denver and looks like a complete schmuck and now seattle's like been waiting on it's this time. all i wanted was somebody to ask me <laughs> All I needed was somebody to and ask they, me the question, and, and I'll tell you anything and, you want. And, and maybe so, but and and I'm not saying he didn't say it. Obviously, he's going to take the stance of no, that's that's not what I did. But as you find out, all of the, the the control that he had, having his own office and having his own offensive meetings, and giving the head coach and the play caller his own game plans, to which the coach would just go, "Yeah, let's throw that in." Now. I don't see that happening under Sean Payton. All of that stops. Mm-hmm. And Russell has, and as you said, Russell has the uh, has the choice. Either you can get on board and do things the Sean Payton way, or you can't. And in that case, Sean Payton will turn to someone else to run his offense. This was the best move I feel like the, 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 uh, the Denver Broncos could have made. And I said it when 
when they made it of, yeah, this is, you, you have officially taken your chicken excrement mm-hmm. and you have made chicken salad out of it. Exactly. But the problem with that line has always been, um, it's still chicken salad made out of poo. And that's what I see here. I I don't believe Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. I get, I get that. I, I mean, we fully understand that you've lost all faith in Russell Wilson. And for some reason, he just touched the Space Jam football and forgot how to play. No, he hit 33 years old. And a guy that was in the league because he was so mobile and what he could do on play action, now you can't do that. That's I don't know why this is so hard for people to understand. He completed upwards of 20% of his passes on play action forever. Mm-hmm. You don't scare me now. I'm not sure he could run better than a five flat 40 right now. And so now you're going to put him in a system with Sean Payton, mm-hmm. which I've really seen work at a high level one time. When was that? With Drew Brees. With Drew Brees, yeah. Who's the most accurate quarterback in NFL history. Mm-hmm. It's not where Russell Wilson is. At this point, he's not. I could, If we had the license to pull NFL Films footage, I can show you all 22s where his feet are completely set, everything's fine, and he was wildly inaccurate. Mm-hmm. It will get better. Because I mean, it can't be much worse than four and eleven, which was his record last year's start. Well, that's and and that's kind of my point as to what I said before the break. Of I don't see a way that this doesn't get better. I don't see a way that Russell Wilson doesn't get better, all because of who's leading the charge, who's making the calls, who's making the game plans. It's all going to be Sean Payton, as opposed to Nathaniel Hackett, who could be just run over by a superstar. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett, he's probably not the worst coach on on the planet. No. But he looked like it in Denver because he had no control because the superstar had all the control. And now Denver has staked their flag and said, okay, this is Sean Payton's franchise now. And Russell, you have the choice to make. Could there be a blow-up coming? Yeah. It's not in Russell Wilson's best interest to do that, though. Okay, so I, I want to I want to put rubber to the road here. I'm going to ask you. We obviously know they're going to play the six games in the division. Yes. How many of those do they win? I'll say three. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say something semi-realistic. <laughs> uh, it, it, so that means you believe they'll beat the Raiders twice and the Chargers once. Yeah. No shot. I, I was going to be generous and give you two because I really think it's one. Then you take who they play at home. Mm-hmm. Are they going to beat the Minnesota Vikings? Who I have said are going to regress aggressively. Possibly. No shot. I'll give you Green Bay solely because I don't know what their their quarterback situation is mm-hmm. going to look like. I think it's going to be Jordan Love. and Yeah, you give me ugly. Green Bay with Jordan Love, I'll, I'll, I'll take Russell Wilson's side on that. New England Patriots in uh, Denver. Yeah, no, that's probably a loss. Okay, New York Jets in Denver. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's probably a loss. Cleveland Browns in Denver. Could be. That's a loss. Washington Commanders. Yeah. You get it. All right. So we're to, <laughs> for me, we're to about three wins. Yeah. You do catch the Bears uh, mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm. You catch the Texans on the road. Mm-hmm. Your other your other road games are at the Dolphins, at the Bills, at the Lions, and then the three in your division. This team, it, it could get better. Oh, it's, it's better with Sean Payton mm-hmm. and still have the exact same record you had before. That is entirely within the realm of possibility. Sure. Because your schedule is evil. Because you're in the AFC. And where at this point, 
where does where does Russell Wilson fall in among quarterbacks in the NFL? Let's say rose-colored glasses. This goes as well as it's ever gone, and he has a resurgent season. I can't put it on the high side of the the forty touchdown year because I don't think he has that anymore. Anymore. Okay. Let's just say it's thirty-two touchdowns, eight interceptions. Okay. Sixty-four percent completion. I'm going about the mid tier where he's been his entire life, and he's sacked forty some odd times. Mm-hmm. Where's that put him in the AFC? Puts him behind Josh Allen. Yeah. Puts him behind Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. Puts him behind whoever's going to be a certain quarterback of the Jets mm-hmm. because it's going to be a veteran. Puts him pretty close to Mac Downs. That's where. You're, that's good. That's good for the Denver Broncos. And I fe- I feel like this is one of those times that it's right in front of you for the second year in a row, and yet you see Sean Payton right into town. He, oh, he'll just fix everything. I'm not sure it's fixable. I'm not sure this isn't the first time I've ever seen a team in NFL history just completely back themselves into a corner. And now you are going all in for what? The more I've thought about this, is this team making the playoffs? No. No. So you're gonna so what you're gonna win seven games? Well, you think at least to a year from now. Bye, Russell. Bye, Russell. Mm-hmm. And a team that hasn't had a first or second round pick in two years now has to try to put, pick the pieces back up and try to find a quarterback. I am more dumbfounded by the day. The more things I find out about Russell Wilson, I am more dumbfounded by the day that Sean Payton looked at this job and went, yeah, I'll do that. I'm even more dumbfounded that they traded a first round pick to do it. We said this about David Tepper. All right, we're Carolina Panther affiliates. We're in a Carolina Panther market. We said David Tepper is a very wealthy guy that is trying to run the Panthers the way he's run every other business. Mm -hmm. What do you do this offseason? Went and got Frank Wright Mm -hmm. and emboldened Frank Wright to put together the best staff he could possibly have. And the football people make the football decisions. I feel like Sean Payton is not a football people decision. It's a, the Waltons are trying to make the best of, we have hemorrhaged this franchise. And now we we need somebody to ride in on the white stallion and save us. But there's no high side. There's no you're going to go ten and seven with Sean Payton because there's this, there is this misnomer about what he is and what he was. He's won one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He is a good offensive coach. I would say he's a, a great offensive coach. Yes. He's also had a lot of mediocre years. That was with Drew Brees, pretty coherent franchise. And now you're in Denver with two years of nobody in the first two rounds, and I'm supposed to think that gets better. I would say it's more what Sean Payton has been for half of his career, which is 7-9, and 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and, and it probably will be. Because that's half of his seasons as a coach. Look, I – I get that there, you know, there is this misnomer out there that Sean Payton's going to come in and turn this team into a Super Bowl contender. That's not that I'm not one of those people. I'm not going down that path. But it is going to be better. I I almost feel like there's no way it can't be better. You get Javante Williams coming back from the injury. Russell Wilson, obviously, with the change in offense and uh, better leadership and all of that. I, I don't. I just don't see a way that it can't be better. No, you're not going to be, uh, you know, threatening for the division. No, you're probably not a playoff team in year one. This doesn't mean you can't. Sean Payton can't build this team into a playoff team in three years. Uh, before we take a break, we have our first one of these. I'm your Huckleberry. 
from uh, Gage, and it says Russell Wilson has an island where he hunts people for fun. Allegedly. 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 I have a ton of those. Uh, he does have that snotty. No doubt. A, a, I don't mix with the commoners kind of a vibe with, to him. He looks like somebody that asked to smell the cork of the wine bottle that he was just presented. Mm -hmm. While he wears a smoking jacket to protect the, the clothing he's wearing underneath. This is the same guy that wore his own jersey to training camp. I just want to see. I, I just want to see like the TikTok video of Russell Wilson standing out of what used to be his personal office that is now the AV room. Of like, there's just TVs and stuff in there. What happens to the painting that he had commissioned? And he just oh, oh. what do you mean you took away my office? I used to have a I used to have a Red Bull fountain right there. It's also, like I said, Sean Payton's opportunity to come in and uh, swing his weight around. Uh, Soaring Eagle is a is a Broncos fan. I'm your Huckleberry. And asked if we don't improve, is the whole front office getting fired? Oh, yeah, you got one year. And that's actually where I was headed with this. Uh, of And I'm seeing well, some I mean, Saint uh, fans saying. I mean, there's, there, there's also the thought that uh, the, the, the front office is going to be fired anyway after the draft. Uh, so there's the, I've heard two different things, and I cannot go that deep into what I know and don't know. This goes one of two ways. Either George Payton is brought back for another year, and the, the win-loss record is directly tied to his job security. And if it's not good, Sean Payton will clean house and put in his own people. I would say there's a 10% chance of that. I would say there is a 90% chance that George Payton is going to get a pink slip on about pick number 256 of the draft of thank you for all your work. We'll be moving in a different direction now. Mm -hmm. And that's when I will go, okay, now I believe Sean Payton is, is full. And I think that anyway, but I need to see you do it. I hate arranged marriages with GMs and coaches. And I think Sean's going to clean house before you ever play a game. Absolutely. And what that tells me is, Russ, now you're the one that has one year. They'll eat the contract mm -hmm. and just move on a year from now. It was that bad. You d you do anything similar to what you did this past season, Russ, and you're done. I could argue this was the worst trade in NFL history. And they have two picks in the top 40 from you. That they haven't even made yet. Right. They could draft me with one of them. It's still the worst trade I've ever seen in any sport. You're in the sportsocracy, and it is ESPN Asheville. Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. 
They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. It is the Sportsocracy. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Coming to you from the Angles studio. Time to get just a bit outside. And, Jeremy, you've been, uh, you know, we, you and I have been fighting for years about the name, image, and likeness thing. Mm-hmm. You kept telling I've me. i to be just so right. You, 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 you kept telling me over and over, you're not going to like where this goes. There's no, uh, there's no controls on it, blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, I mean, I beg to differ because the NCAA has now proved that they have a handle on the oh, nil I situation I they i mean we cannot allow coaches and administrators to hook up players with these nil deals so the ncaa has announced that it has reached an agreement with the university of miami's women's basketball program regarding the violations of the rules of the recruiting of the cavender twins Haley and Hannah Cavender are two of the biggest social media stars in women's basketball. Mm -hmm. And they were lured to Miami, as many players are, with name, image, and likeness deals. Well, here's the problem. Uh, The coach, Katie Meyer, played a significant role in making sure that that deal happened. See, here's the thing. So the NCAA has said you as a program can't, promise these kids these deals but you also can't be the one to go hey would you like to meet our biggest booster who just so happens you know to have all the money in the world which is apparently what katie meyer did that was a level two violation and the deal is that um we're we're gonna find you we're gonna find you so the women's uh, program at miami getting a year of probation and they have to pay five thousand dollars i mean that's how will they ever got, recover we go we, I, I mean that we've got this handled this is this is teeth you wanted teeth in the ncaa regulations this is teeth right here uh so it's a one it's a it's one percent of the women's basketball budget i'll let you do the math on that so you can figure that out for yourself but uh so even at a one percent fine of whatever the program is worth and a year's probation and and some official restrict or some official visit reductions also included in the 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 resolution of this case the ncaa gonna do the i mean is this is this what you're trying to tell us is is your handle on the situation you're gonna go to all of these schools georgia alabama all the the big nil things if you 
find out that somebody within the program has hooked somebody up with an NIL, that should be a big deal, right? I mean, that was the thing that like got SMU the death penalty. Yeah, like, uh, oh, I don't know, a couple of the members of your men's team that's number 13 in the country. Right. Uh, the, the quarterback that had to transfer from Florida because they reneged on the deal. Right. Oh, the, it, the NCAA, I've never been more right about anything than I have been about that. Ever. I told you it was coming. I told you, I told you, I told you. And now it is effectively killing the sport from the inside out. Mm -hmm. College football is too big to fail. Yes. Everything else, not so much. And if you don't believe me, we're a sports show. And, and I'm not asking you to actually do this, but I want you to think about what I'm getting ready to say. Name 10 college basketball players right now. In your own head. Just do it as you're yeah. driving around in your car. Yeah. Name 10 college basketball players right now. Good I'll luck. Wait. Good luck. You'll get to about four and go, ooh, this got hard. And if you really want a challenge, name 10 that aren't on your team. And if you want one that's impossible, name 10 that aren't in your conference. Sheesh. That gets rough. Get into the Pac-12. It's real fun. <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah is one of my favorite people that does what we do. I am ESPN Draft Nerd. He is NFL Network Draft Nerd. And he's a very bright guy. Unfortunately, he did a lot of research and came to a conclusion that just flat out doesn't make any sense. Okay. He did a study on what has happened with with draft trades for quarterbacks in the top five. Teams pay 120% of the value for most trade value charts. This is, by the way, the same reason that I get inundated with things from the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. The returns haven't always been great because they've yielded Trey Lance, Mitch Trubisky, Carson Wentz, Sam Darnold, Jared Goff, or Robert Griffin III. Yikes. Mm -hmm. There's one point that daniel overlooked none of those were considered to be generational talents so of course there was a high miss rate. the other 31 teams in the league they see that too when i talk to people around the league no way we trade up for a quarterback mm -hmm. none and if we do it will be for 50 percent of what you think it will be there is actually a misbelief out there that the chicago bears are going to get three ones to move down to four if you believe that, I have a bridge to sell you. I did the Adam Gold show before we we came on here, and, and he was asking me about Carolina moving up or moving down. And basically what I said is trades in the draft are a lot like asking uh, the, the prettiest girl in your high school to prom. Just because I want you to go with me does not mean that you want to go with me. Mm -hmm. And it takes two to tango. There's nobody else out there. And he goes on to talk about the warts that all of these quarterback prospects have. Yeah, we all know that. For some reason, you're not taking A and B and getting C. We all know all of these things. Yes, it's a good quarterback class. Not great. Not a generational talent. Every one of them has a flaw. Universally, Bryce Young is number one. Mm -hmm. I've yet to talk to anybody that doesn't have him number one. There are a lot that have Anthony Richardson at two. A lot. And it's just... <sighs> I, I'll never understand. You do all the work, and, and you got it there. I, I, I get it. But you don't have the ability to make the hypothesis of, well, why would teams keep doing this? Mm -hmm. We just do it because this is what we do. We need a quarterback or, or, or. I call your bluff. I call your bluff. You want to trade down from one? Cool. What are you going to do? If I stick you at one and you have to take that player at number one, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. 
This is the reason I've said the entire time, do not be shocked if they take Bryce Young because that pick has way less value than you think. They're not getting the haul no. that everybody expects they get. But, oh, I mean, not only are there not teams that are dead locked in on moving up, they have all these requirements on where they'll go. They won't get out of the top four no, because they want Jalen Carter, they want Will Anderson. All right, so now that, that has completely limited your potential trade haul to two. They're in the same division, and I can cut through the smoke that they have been feeding you because Houston's not moving up either. Mm-hmm. Houston may or may not take a quarterback. They're certainly not going to move up to get one. It's just, it's comical to me. And I loved Daniel Jeremiah. And and the, the research he did was, was very sound. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he stopped a step short of, oh, yeah, that's why it's ended so badly with so many Jared Garfs and Carson Wentz and, and Trey Lance and Mitchell Trubisky's. Yeah. In our YouTube comments, we have a... Uh, we have a slew of Russell Wilson one-liners. Oh, gosh. Stephen Dowd, Russ says mayonnaise is too spicy. <laughs> oh, Sloan Jordan, beautiful. Russ puts ice cubes in his soup because it's too hot. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Do you do that? I, I actually put ice in my coffee because I don't like hot coffee like super hot oh shut up i've seen you do it too yeah because the coffee that comes out of our pot comes out of the temperature of the sun right and i put it in a yeti so it never cools down i don't do it in a regular cup it'll cool down in four minutes i don't do it in a regular cup you gotta do it in a regular cup you're just weird steven tal russ eats chicken wings with a fork (laughs) that's a good one that is a good one there's a lot of those keep firing those at us we'll uh we'll keep throwing them out as we uh as we see them i like sloan jordan's better uh russ always has to be the little spoon you're in the <laughs> i didn't see that one <laughs> you're you're in the sportsocracy here on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am 1400 yes please please keep those coming oh yeah those are good those those are fantastic uh we we still have off-season previews to get into we don't have time uh to to, to delve into one here before the end of the hour uh so we will have the wide receivers, or excuse me, the tight ends and the linebackers, uh, or the uh, free agency rankings coming up for you later on in the program in the next hour. And we've got to talk about Green Bay and their offseason with Captain Hiawaska just getting out of the darkness retreat. Uh, are they going to make a deal? Do they have to settle for bringing Aaron Rodgers back? Will Aaron Rodgers accept that kind of a deal? Or will he just flat out retire? There's there's so many ways that this could go down. And then the Washington Commanders. You still have Ron Rivera, so that's a knock for me. However, I do Eric have Bien-Aimé. a lot, I do have a lot of faith in Eric Bieniemy. You got Eric Bieniemy and a and a and a dedicated QB one that we all know is going to be a Pro Bowler at some point. Much more like worthy of being a Pro Bowler than Tyler Huntley, but still. Sam Howell is going to be the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders next year. Eric Bieniemy taking the full-time job. We'll get into all of that over the next two hours of the program. I don't know what to do with myself outside of football season. Like now, like I know basketball is coming around, and we've got you know. Got, I'm I'm super happy to talk about college basketball. We've got the Carolina Virginia that starts with M. Right, we've got the Carolina Virginia game coming up this weekend. 
I'm sure there's going to be another race. I just, it's hard for me to get excited about anything on the weekends. I miss my football. Oh, I'm shocked that you're not trying to get me to talk about UFC 487 or whatever this is. No, no, that was last week. Oh, there's another one this week. Oh, is there a fight night yes. this week? I haven't even looked at the card. I'm, I'm shocked you haven't, because every th- Friday, it's a, oh, we got a great fight coming this week. All right. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's I'm not still a great fight. I'm still decompressing. All right. You're still decompressing. I'm still from football season. Uh, and by uh, the playoffs, it's just I'm cooked. I'm just and then we go directly into the draft. Mm-hmm. I got three team mock draft three round individual team mock drafts coming up next week, which have taken a lot of my attention. Uh if you felt the urge to troll the two round mock draft, you may get uh, highlighted in these. I can't promise you I'm going to be nice. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so you you had a little more trouble out of the out out of the fan base than no, you expected? Is that no, you- it's it's I get it. It's it's common. I, it's just a lot of people say things to me, and I'm like, <sighs> I love when people talk down to me like they know, like somehow they've got sources and said, "Well, this guy that walks my cat went to church one time with a guy that works for the Seattle Seahawks." Oh, awesome. Uh, do you think I just pull this out of thin air? You, you think all these things, I just conspire it, bonehead? Right. Okay. Okay. That's not quite how that goes, but Lisa Evansell might have just had the winner. Russ tells the bartender he can't do anything over 5% alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. And he really uh, would like it to be a nice Moscato that he could enjoy the tannins. And the- Frankie Cleary says Russ has a flamingo float in his bathtub. I like that. GG Gambling said Russ uses water wingies in his own bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a fun. This is a fun game that I didn't expect to play today. Yeah, uh, uh, GG Gambling says uh, about the comments about the weekend. But uh, we have XFL now. Yeah, there was a game last night. Anybody know what happened? Uh, AJ McCarron happened, and and they won. Bane could have showed up in the middle of that game, and I still wouldn't know what was going on. Oh, uh, no, I would have told you. Because I would have done that voice. <laughs> I am Gotham's Reckoning. I would have been doing that all day. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Coming up next is Jeremy's Bangers for the Night. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. It's time to discover the convenience and time savings of contact-free pickup with Ingalls Curbside. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app, and your Ingalls personal shopper gets to work with specialized training on how to select the freshest items for a pre-scheduled pickup. They'll even text you with updates. You pull up to a designated space, and your personal shopper delivers your items right to your vehicle. Fresh, fast, and affordable. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. 
If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Coffee's for closers only. Get them the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Friday night and it's feeling right for a big night of money-making bangers. The college slate's pretty brutal as we head into conference tournaments next week, so we'll be avoiding that, but I've got four in the pros. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingles Markets. Low prices, love the savings. The New York Knicks are a two-point dog tonight at the Washington Wizards. Okay, this is too easy. I know that Washington played better heading into the break, but now every team's sitting on even rest, and we'll really see the cream rise to the top. Washington is one of the worst home teams in the NBA, barely over 500 on the season, and the Knicks have actually been better on the road than they are at home. Adding Josh Hart has really added a piece to an already good Knicks roster, and this has blowout written all over it for me. Knicks outright. The Miami Heat are a one-point dog at the Milwaukee Bucks, so apparently Giannis has something against the Miami Heat. This will be their third matchup of the year and will be the third that Antetokounmpo has not played in. Milwaukee's only 6-5 and five in the 11 games he's missed this season, and I believe this is where their 12-game winning streak comes to an end. This is a much bigger game for Miami, who's fighting hard for playoff seating. Miami's lost six in a row in Milwaukee, only covered once in their last seven, and this feels like a great place to get right. Give me the heat outright. And finally, the Cleveland Cavaliers are a one-point dog tonight at the Atlanta Hawks. Over-under is 228. Cleveland got me last night. Jamal Murray came back for the Nuggets, and they absolutely got roasted by Nikola Jokic. I got news for you. Atlanta does not have a joker. Tonight, they should have no such problems with an Atlanta team playing its first game under their interim head coach after firing Nate McMillan. We often see teams slowed down with interim coaches. The coach is trying to find his legs, trying to figure out his own way with this team, and I think that's what you're going to see tonight. The interesting part of this is the Cleveland side. They played last night and are on zero rest. This is their 11th such game of the season. In the previous 10, the under hit in eight of them, and they average allowing 102 points per game. I'm taking the better Cleveland team outright, and I'm going to hammer the under. This could be first one to 100 wins. For more, follow us on all the social medias at The Sportsocracy. And as always, Green on Green is brought to you by Ingles Markets. Love the savings with Ingles. Love the winnings with me. Mull it out. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It is the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Closing down the work week. Got a big weekend planned. Obviously, we all know that uh, you're going to be what? I was just reading he's, still, he's still reading the Russell Wilson is, is like a whatever in the in the Slow chat Jordan. Here. Russell Wilson tells you he's whipping up something special in the kitchen, and he made ramen with an egg in it. <laughs> uh, Russ goes to a restaurant and asks for the good ice. Uh, that sounds like something you would do. Uh, no, I'm 
No. You're not an ice chewer? I'm not an ice chewer. Oh, I am. I'm not. I've never understood that. Like, ice is ice to me. I get that people like the little crunchy ones, but, like, I had a friend that would, you before Sonic existed up here, you had to go down to, like, you know, Columbia, South Carolina to hit the first Sonic and would go to, go to Sonic and get bags of their little chip ice. Like, it's, it's just ice. It's like, crunchy. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I don't consider that. that the good ice. It all has its merits. I just need it to not like break my teeth. Yeah, I don't. Again, I never chewed ice, so it doesn't matter to me how big the ice cubes are. I'm not going to try to jawbreaker that thing. Apparently, you do though. Oh yeah. Oh, you give me something with ice in it. You rest assured, I am going to chew every piece of that ice. Really? Oh yeah. Hmm. No, never was that guy. Uh, yeah, no, the, uh, you know, the weekend coming up, work week winding down. We got two hours of banger action here in the sportsocracy for you. Uh, coming your way as we continue the coverage of the NFL offseason. Don't forget, you can not only hear us everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and locally on 92.9, 880, and 1400, but you can see us on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com. Click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, so you can join us in the t- in the chat, and you too can get on get in on the Russ Wilson bashing that has continued since uh, <laughs> since last hour. Patrick Holt with another one. Russ smokes non tobacco cigs. Indeed, whatever that. That's, means. A, that's a clove. I guess that- <laughs> those smell awful. Those uh, dejerums. Those the clove awful. cigarettes. Oof. that's the worst smell on the planet. It's right behind cigar smoke for me. Oh, you stop that. What? It's an, it's annoying. Oh, it's the oh, cigar's the best. Yeah, no. I've I've never been a cigar guy. Oh, yeah, I might do that. Um, I might do that tomorrow night actually. Now that I think about nice, it. Nice, nice. Do you, do you do you do have you found like the the perfect because that's what cigars cigars are all about the perfect pairing have you found the perfect pairing cigar with your fireball shots uh yeah the it's a boys i'm a big fan of the it's a boys what is that put your hand out of the hospital oh, when it's a boy. <laughs> i was like what is that yeah i'm not a uh, do, do i look idea. like a connoisseur like, of anything uh i mean you feel like it feels like you should be the way you live your life but Maybe not. Yeah, Maybe I'm, not. I'm one of those people that thinks there's a good Walmart. Like, I, I go to the good Walmart. Good for you. With your flowing mullet, I bet you get free stuff all the time, oh, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a, fr- I have a, a preferred customer card. It's like, I, only, I get free stuff all the time because they make me check out my own stuff. You're one of those, aren't you? You're one of those that that goes through the self checkout at Walmart and goes, "Well, I get this for free because I have to do all the work." No, I I go through the self checkout everywhere because I don't want to wait in line. I'm the guy that that at Ingles goes through self checkout with a with a a, a a whole basket of things. They're like this is for people with ten items or less. <clears throat> one, two, ten, ten. done. <laughs> You're always breaking the rules. You're just the, you're just you're just the James Dean of grocery shopping. Yeah. I do what I want. He's a rebel without a clause. Gage Camplin. Russell Wilson still has an imaginary friend. Oh, don't make fun of Russ. Dangerous. 
Nice. All right. Anyhow, let's uh, let's get into the offseason talk here. The 2023 free agency classes going at it position by position. Who are the best ones available on the market? And we're going to start with tight ends today. How do you rank the class? Well, Dalton Schultz is one. Is this a decent class? I mean, I'm, good. Ju- I'm just looking at the whole the whole gamut here. All the all the players available. Where would you put this class? It's this is pretty high. Okay, there are several starting level uh, starting level players mm-hmm. that hit different types of player, and then you get into the draft. And this is an off season Carolina Panthers. If you come away from this year without a tight end, it's because you just don't want one. Yes. I can fully see them. There going are down five the tight end really path. good ones in the tight end, uh, mm-hmm. in the uh, in the draft, mm-hmm. and I think there are five pretty good starters in free agency. Yeah, uh, Mike Gesicki apparently believes he will be moving somewhere. <laughs> yes, he does. Caleb Williams uh, did an interview with People Magazine where they asked him if you had your choice when you get drafted, what team would you want to go play for? And he said the Miami Dolphins. That's obviously not going to happen because the Miami Dolphins are not going to be picking at number one next year. But if it were up to him, he would want to go to the Miami Dolphins. And he said, because I would get to go play with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell and Mike Gesicki. To which Mike Gesicki then uh, screenshotted his quote and said, oh, so they've already told you that I'm going to be here in 2024? That's awesome because I'm trying to figure out what to do with my lease. Uh, (laughs) Yes, and he should be. Uh, well, because he's not going to be in Miami. No, and I they won't spent, be shocked if he's in Carolina. They spent $10 million to bring Mike Gesicki into that, uh, or back for last year, and he had like seven catches. It was more than that, yeah. but not by much. He had 32 catches, 362 yards. Well, I mean, I said it when they franchise him. He just doesn't fit in that offense. Right. Now, my question is, as weak of this as, as this free agency class is, are you going to catch a value with him? And I'm not so sure of that. I would. I fully believe that Dalton Schultz is going to end up with the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. His offensive coordinator's out there. They need a tight end. Please stop with Gerald Everett. Don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Got to hear that when we did free agency uh, pairings and when we did power ranking. And unfortunately for Jeremy, Donald Parham is not going to turn into anything. You stop with the Donald Parham slander, okay? He is the songbird of our generation. He and Auden Tate. If I ever get a GM job, you can rest assured those two will be on my team. Yes. The West Virginia, uh, what, what do we call them? West the Sasquatches? Virgi- uh, no, no, it was the, no, it was West Virginia Ninjas. Oh, West we will Virginia be breaking Ninjas. that back out uh, th- this offseason as well. If you don't oh, know what we're great. talking about, yeah, well, uh, you'll see. That, that would be great. Okay. So you got Dalton Schultz at the top of the class just because he's the one that does it all. He's a better blocker. I mean, Mike Gesicki couldn't block me. Mm-hmm. But there is a, I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars showed with Evan Ingram, who is also a free agent. That's not necessarily a deal breaker. It just helps if you have a Chris Manhurts that can. So you dice up the, the, the touches. It just doesn't work in Miami. Mm-hmm. Miami needs the guy that can come in and throw that wham block like George Kittle. The Jets found this out. So they signed CJ Uzama. They signed Tyler Conklin. Well, they quickly figured out that Yazama's fine at this. Tyler Conklin's really good at it, mm-hmm. which is why he wound up out snapping Yazama so often. Right. So I, I believe Dalton Schultz is going to get a – I could see him getting a big-ish deal. Four years, $48 million. Mm-hmm. 
with the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay, so the Chargers finally get their get a tight end, something that they've long been needing since well, well since Antonio, Antonio Gates. Gates. I was gonna say like I'm I was trying to think of a one re- more recent than that, but I can't do it. Dalton Schultz number one. Evan Ingram's your number two. No, Gasicki's my two. Okay. I think Gasicki in the right place could still be a very high-level player in this league. He's still only 27 years old. Mm-hmm. He'll turn 28 during next season. So I, I look at him with Carolina. I, I think he would be a great addition in Carolina. I would agree. Because you've already got Tommy Trimble that plays that. He's more of an H-back than he is a traditional tight end. Mm-hmm. And he's just not much of a threat as a receiving option. You need somebody that can be the seam stretcher. That's the reason I'm so locked in on Dalton Schultz. Kellen Moore's offense is predicated on that. It's the reason he's been so good in Dallas for the mm-hmm. last couple of years. And I'm not so sure Dallas can afford to keep him, and you're not going to franchise him. No. I, I can't imagine a team with th- that needs as much shakeup as they do is going to franchise him. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, if they use the franchise tag, I think they'll use it on Tony Pollard. But that's just me. I highly advise that you do that. But Mike, they probably won't. Mike Gesicki makes absolute sense in Carolina to me. And maybe that's because I've been around the Carolina Panthers for so long, but I mean, the 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 best years of this franchise were when you had Greg Olson, you had mm-hmm. that other threat. You need somebody other than DJ Moore, and I to it's me, the only the playmaker is, you have right now. Well, and that's one of the more interesting things when I look at at Carolina's offseason is do you make a move for a legitimate outside threat? Now, you thought that was going to be Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. I don't think it's Terrace Marshall. I like Shy Smith, but that's kind of a hat on a hat with DJ Moore. So you need the you need the legit big bodied threat, which is what I think Gasicki would provide them. Mm-hmm. That's on the it's on the inside in the seam, and I could see it being two different moves, but I do like Gasicki. Uh, in our YouTube comments, Corey uh, Dehart said, "I don't think Dougie P's letting Ingram out of Jacksonville." I would agree with you on that. And I'm not sure he wants to leave Jacksonville. His role in this league is, it's very niche. Because mm-hmm. he's hyper-athletic. Doesn't have the best hands I've ever seen. And he's just really good in that move tight end role where he's basically a glorified slot receiver. I don't think he's going to find the market. Spotrack has him at $9 million a year. I don't think he's going to find that outside of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They might find it in Jacksonville. But I don't necessarily know that that's that you're going to get much outside of there. Yeah. He no doubt did himself some favors this year, and it was all you know. It it, it all had to do with the resurgence of uh, or the surgence, I guess I should say, of Trevor Lawrence. But Evan Ingram, I liked him when he was with New York. I just never felt like he had a quarterback that could get him the ball on time. He never. Well, I mean, he, he just doesn't never had fit a team that system. Him. He doesn't fit a system where you're predicated on running the ball because he is a he is a below average even for a for a move tight end. He makes Mike Gesicki look like uh, George Kittle. Mm-hmm. So you have to know what he is. Seventy three catches this past year, seven hundred sixty six yards. Evan Ingram also got into the end zone four times. I I feel like 
I feel like that's something that they'll stick with. I, I do too. He's a he's a building block piece for that offense. Then you've got that next tier with Austin Hooper mm-hmm. and and Big Gabe Bob Tunyon. I cannot figure out what to do with him. Tunyon's one. He's like a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Everybody tells me how great he is, but I never see it. Well, you I saw it very. You, you I saw, saw it, it for one year. Yeah, you saw it one year, and even then, that was hit and miss. And it seems like he's regressed every single year. Mm-hmm. Since the injury, he has not been the same. He'll be 29 years old this season, and I I don't see him as a player in the market. I I just don't see him as a major piece that teams are going to be tripping over themselves to go get. No, I would agree with that. I I think he winds up signing about a four or five million dollar deal, kind of like Hayden Mm -hmm. Hurst. Mm -hmm. And I could see him going back to Cincinnati. I could see more teams fighting over Hayden Hurst than I can with Robert Tunyon. And then from there, it gets a lot of backups. And then there's one that just screams to me. Serv Smith. I know. Are you still I clinging know. on yes, to this Yes, I am. This dream that Irv Smith is going to be what you wanted him to be. Look, I did the same thing with OJ Howard, okay? At oh, some no, point, no, that one's done. At some point, you have to hang that hat up and go, okay, I, I got this one. But there's a difference with OJ Howard. I've seen him do this with, what, four teams? Mm-hmm. Irv Smith's always been in Minnesota. Not sure that he's not one of those that's going to catch a one year. He could be the Evan Ingram next year where he winds up in the right system. Mm-hmm. Somebody can use him properly. And a year from now, he's making five times as as much, catching a eight, nine, ten million dollar deal. Yeah, I do still believe that with him. OJ Howard, I had to have it. Just I had to get hit in the head with it. I was gonna say it's all- not just Bruce Arians. He's bad at this game. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I and I was right along with you. I always had the hopes that it was going to turn into something, but it didn't. Hey, when you go to the Houston Texans and they can't find a way to make you a featured part of that offense. I think they were finding uh, their third receiver at Walmart every other week. Right. And even then, it was, well, yeah, you scored a couple touchdowns in one game, and then you disappeared into thin air. Yep. Yep. Tight end class, not necessarily star-studded, but it's it, it, it's decent depth. It, it's, I would say the draft, and the, the draft and the free agency class are very similar. There are three high-end options. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch that'll be just nice pieces. So you got Michael Mayer, Dalton Kincaid. Luke I always is, forget Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave. And then you get into like Tucker Craft. There are a few others. This is a Darnell Washington, mm-hmm. which I can't get a real, I can't get a good read on him. So everybody talks I, him up and then nobody seems to be like, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I can't really put a finger. I mean, he's my guy. You know, he's a Georgia guy, but it's also one of those. Everybody tells me how great he is, but I've. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen him do great things. I mean, he's a hell of a blocker. That's where I think his value comes in. But as far as all of the myths and stuff that were told about him coming out of high school, like he's the most athletic thing you've ever seen. Like, no, he's this, guy's hype. A, this guy's a brick wall. He's, I mean, a, he, he's hyper-athletic for 6'7", 260. Oh, absolutely. I'm not yeah, saying he's going to go not. to the combine and go nasty. But I'm saying I, I feel like he was sold as like, a, you know, an electric playmaker kind of a guy, and he's, he's not that. I mean, you could throw it up to him in the red zone, and he's going to come down with it one way or the other. So well, there's I mean, a job it's also, for him. It's also biased that in the two years of what should have been his big production years, he had Brock <laughs> he Bowers. Brock Bowers, yeah. 
I mean, who will probably be the highest drafted tight end ever. Right. So, I mean, I, I just feel like that's a – we have guys like this every single year where you the tape doesn't necessarily reflect, and people get really locked into stat lines. Mm-hmm. Well, we only caught 28 passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell you that same thing about several players that went to the league and got way better. Kenyon Drake? probably the last one that i remember in that category Kenyon drake's a running back i know but what i'm saying as a as a player who didn't really do much with his team in college oh. but then came into the league and did did good things oh no there are plenty of those i'm sure there are i'm yeah, just saying that that's those. the first one that came to my mind weird it happens with alabama and georgia players where there's just way too much talent yeah, on his team. <laughs> well i mean he would be the one on 117 d1 more than schools that. rosters more than that oh yeah because now there's 134 of them right we keep adding about two every other year it's like there were only like uh what five or six starting tight ends in d1 college football that you would go yeah i'm gonna start him over darnell washington well and it's also a really hard evaluation I mean, we've and and we'll get into those as as time goes sure. on. We will have many of the draftmas things around here because that's what we do. You're in the sportsocracy, and it is ESPN Asheville. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years, but the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, ain't God? All the family fun here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville and preseason, or the off. I keep saying preseason. No, we're not I'm in so preseason ready. yet. I'm so ready for the season to start. I know it just ended, but the XFL doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, and... As time goes on, we've got a new segment that will be debuting not this upcoming week, but the following. That'll have us talking to some people that are more versed in the other sports. It's not that we're not. It's 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 so. I'll give you an example. Last night, I really wanted to watch the L.A. Lakers. New look team. You got some additions. A quarter into this, I'm going. Half of the guys playing in this game should not be in the NBA, mm-hmm. and I can't help it. I'm an old school NBA. I loved the NBA in the 90s. 
And I watch it now, and it's just a glorified track meet. And in the playoffs, it looks more like what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. It gets a little better. And so that's why we do that. It's not that we don't care. And, I mean, I make jokes about baseball that, like, eight of you care. A, you don't want to hear what I have to say about baseball. Uh, I make little one-liner jokes. uh, But I I just watch some of these other products, and they're so inferior. The NBA at this point is an inferior product. And college, I love college basketball. But it only really works in March. Because you've devalued the regular season to such a point that I'm really getting into it now. Mm-hmm. Carolina's got three games left in the season. Now Their entire time. season comes down to these three games. Yes. You have to annihilate Florida State. Mm-hmm. You need to contend with Virginia and you need to beat Duke. And then catch a win or two in Greensboro. Your whole season is boiled down to these five games. So it's hard for me to care before that. Right. I mean, and I don't know if if everybody else feels the same way. I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't. It's just, it's hard for me to get wrapped up in these sports that are that, that their their section of the calendar is shoehorned. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a lot of college basketball stuff next week. We've got tournaments coming up. We'll be at SoCon. Uh, I'll be there all weekend long. Uh, you'll be you'll be running the games, which I do not. I don't know how I've never done more than one in one day. I love to, I, I love doing the SoCon basketball. So, and, and, if you, just, and if you're unfamiliar, so here on the iHeartRadio airwaves, whether it be on ESPN or on our sister station, News Radio 570 WWNC, we do all of the games on Saturday. So, we got four games on Saturday, all of the quarterfinals, and we do both games of the semifinals on Sunday. You get into uh, issues with uh, Westwood One having the contract for the uh, championship Final. game on Monday, so we can't broadcast that game. So we will be there. We will be in there the building right. for that. Right. We will be there for that game, but uh, we don't broadcast that game. But quarterfinal Saturday and semifinal Sunday is it's a long haul, but it's a lot of fun. So uh, I need to clarify what I said there. It's not that it's not that it wouldn't be fun to listen to the. I'm too neurotic for that. <laughs> It's one forty-minute game of me producing. I am so neurotic, making sure that I don't miss anything. I don't think I could do that four times. Right. By the end of the day, I would be shot. Yeah, four times in one day is a lot. Yeah, I just I, I'm too neurotic for that. Yeah, I can do my one, and that's the and that is why you'll be able to hear me all the UNCA games on WWNC. Right. Anyway, I yes, I am just so ready for football season to uh, pop back up again that I keep calling the off season the preseason, uh, and, and which in a way it kind of is. But anyway, the off season previews roll on here with um, well the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is out of the darkness retreat, and what are they going to do? They're going to roll with Jordan Love. You think so? I do. I do. I, I don't see how the Aaron Rodgers thing, and, and I have it on good authority, we're going to know what he's doing within the next five days. Mm-hmm. Well, he knows he's got to make a decision quickly. Uh, Teams, he doesn't have to do anything. I guess if yeah, he, do, no, he doesn't have to do anything quickly. But The, the quicker he says it, one way or the other makes me think he's playing. Yes. Because for Aaron, there's not a ton of places for you to land. Right, that's when I that, and that's I guess what I meant was that the seats are going to start filling up here pretty quickly if he drags his feet. So, and we've talked about him at, at nauseum, and I'm sure we will continue to because it's mm-hmm. it's the story of the offseason. Right. The more interesting for me is Green Bay. All right. So if it, let's say Aaron does wind up with the Jets and you get the 13th pick, I'm not so sure that you're not in you're you're certainly not in better shape. I don't think it's as 
oh, the sky is falling, as many are laying, letting people believe. That uh, roster okay. is still better than half of the NFC just by showing up. If you're healthy and can be even a coherent defense, mm-hmm. you're no worse than a back-end playoff team. Maybe you catch something in Jordan Love. I have never seen anything in him that makes me think he could be anything. No. There is a report out today that they are planning on picking up his fifth-year option. Okay. Uh, it's I'm not, it's I, 10, I think it's $10 million. I'm not sure exactly why you would do that, but if if this year goes well, you're paying well, I mean, $10 I, million well, for I can a tell you quarterback. Why I can tell you exactly why, why you would do it. Because where are you going to have the opportunity to do anything better? Uh, first of all, free agents are not going to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. It, I've always laughed at this misconception of, well, Green Bay doesn't put much into free agency. Um, nope, that's a hard sell. That is a hard sell to free agents of, hey, come up here where it's 25 in September. Uh, I think I'll go to South Beach, which has no state taxes and it's warm. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin's tough. It's, it's tough to sell people on a, on a small market, but you do have the history on your side. No you doubt. Have, you, know, you have an all-time winningest, according to winning percentage, coach that is there uh, in regular season anyway. Can't win in the playoffs, but still. Well, I mean, and the roster is really talented. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think you will still be able to find guys in free agency to come. It's just it's not the sell that you would want. Well, it's a harder sell without Aaron. Tropical locales to be. Uh, John Carmen, our YouTube comment, said, Rogers isn't going anywhere. I think he likes the village atmosphere at Green Bay. I'm not going to disagree with what you just said i'm not sure green bay wants him back i think they're at the point of okay we now have to rip the band-aid off mm-hmm. and if you remember they got to the same point with aaron Rodgers of we drafted your replacement and this was with brett brett had drawn had had dragged his feet well now you're pushing me up against this could be a completely wasted draft pick because he's allegedly gonna ask for a deal if aaron Rodgers comes back so the fear then would be, okay, what happens if we trade Jordan Love and he actually turns into something? And we held on to Captain Hiawaska just to be the four seed in the NFC and get beat in the divisional round. That makes us look stupid. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most undervalued things that people never talk about. The aesthetic of what does it look like if A, B, and C happen. And especially with Green Bay that has always done such a good job drafting teams because they don't do much in free agency. That's a really bad look. If you sit Jordan Love for three years, he never really develops. Then he goes somewhere else, and he's a legit starter. Where that would be, I have no idea. I can't find a landing spot. It seems like a, a an idle threat to me. Mm-hmm. But it might not be. And you're just not going to have the opportunity to do anything else. What is the worst case? All right, say Aaron moves on. Jordan yes. Love's the 17-game the starter next year. Yes. It's the worst case scenario for this team. It's the worst you could possibly be. Oh, you could be, you could be a six-win team. I don't agree with you because I still have Aaron Jones. I still have AJ Dillon. Mm-hmm. I still have legit talent on a defense. I've still got Michael Floor. I don't think you can be that bad, especially when you get two games a year with the Bears. I just don't see it. I, for me, their floor is about what they were last year. Nine wins. You think it's still a nine-win team with Jordan Love? Look how okay. bad the NFC is. Yeah, I, play that same game I played with the Denver Broncos. Trust me, you look at you're looking at a lot of dates with, oh, oh, they're not good. And I, if I'm not mistaken, the North this year plays the South. I think so. I think they get Tampa Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Carolina. Oh, I could be so wrong. That would that, help. That would definitely help. Well, they play they 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 play Tampa every year. 
So, well, that was because you both liked winning divisions, and you held up your end of that bargain, but they did not. Right, right. Well, that's one of those. That's one of those outside rivalry games, the Battle of the Bays. We mean you play each other because you win your division every year. It's not like a rivalry game that they put on the schedule. Are you sure about I'm, that? Yeah, because that doesn't exist. Really? The NFL schedule is we don't a have direct a, we formula. We don't have permanent pairings? No. The NFL schedule is a direct formula. You play the three teams in the other three divisions in your conference that finish where you did. You play the six games in your division. Yeah, but that just started, right? No. This has happened since we went to – God, that's probably been 10 years now. Really? Yeah, since – it didn't start that way with four team divisions, but it's been that way for a while. Yeah. Then you play the division on the other side. There's one ancillary game that they added with the 17 game schedule that's a pairing in the other conference with a team that finished where you did. Right. Yeah. It's the NFL that. schedule is the easiest thing to figure out in the world once you know the formula. Okay. All right. So let's assume, let's assume that there will be no Aaron Rodgers most likely scenario for the green bay packers in you my become opinion. a heavy running team yeah so we'll take a break we'll get weird and when we come back we'll talk about the green bay packers what what do you do if you have to go jordan love since man created roads they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there that's where outlaw off-road comes in a premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Make sure you're at the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville, March the 2nd through the 6th for the 2023 Ingalls SoCon Basketball Championships. Experience fun for the whole family as your favorite teams compete for the championship and a berth to the NCAA tournament. Get your discounted tickets to the 2023 Ingalls SoCon Basketball Championships today at your local neighborhood Ingalls Market. For more information, visit SoConHoops.com. That's SoConHoops.com. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy in the Ingalls studio. Time to get weird, and I don't know what's happening with zoos lately. Maybe this is uh, their security seems to right. be very lax. Maybe this they is seem a, to be doing a lot of we lost a wild animal. Right, right. I I don't know if this had always been happening, and it's just the more access to information that we have, we're finding out about it more. But it seems like every week we have a story of some animal at some zoo has gone missing or gotten out of their enclosure. Or whatever. Well, it happened again in St. Louis. The St. Louis Zoo, um, they have reopened after they had to go on lockdown yesterday because Ben escaped from his enclosure. He is an Andean bear. I don't know what an Andean bear. I guess from the Andes Mountains, I would uh, I would imagine. Um, he got out of his habitat, and he was found hanging around the river's edge i'm i'm guessing that's like the you know that's the river creatures of the of the zoo 
It was not far from his habitat. No one was in danger, so we're told. It doesn't say whether this happened after, you know, uh, well, I guess if they had to close the park, it, it would either happen as they opened or right before. Um, they finally were able to get Ben back home. But this is the second time in a month that Ben has gotten out of his enclosure. That That's the weird part to me. Like, after you've done it once, after the bear was able to, because apparently he found, he just, just was just scratching and pawing at the fence and one of the cables came loose the last time he got out. The cable gave way and he was able to push his way through the fence. They don't say how he got out this time, but I have to imagine that when something like this happens, you have to go into damage control, right? You have to beef up the security. I don't know. When asked for comment, though, Ben said he just wanted to go really go see Cocaine Bear. As we all do. <laughs> and it's and it's future sequel, Cocaine Shark. Oh. My story, not shockingly, is about beer. Because I love talking about things that I love. Molson Coors has been... It, it's run into a little problem. Okay. So they had a, a marketing campaign of light beer shouldn't taste like water, it should taste like beer. And in one of their commercials, they had a bicycle, a, a, a man on a bicycle, and he's pedaling, and he stops, and he cracks open a light beer that just so happens to be in a blue can, I'm sure that was an accident, and pours it over his face. Basically insinuating that the rival beer tastes like water. Not insinuating. That's stating factual information. Well, it's funny you said that. Because the Better Business Bureau's National Advertising Division, which I didn't know existed, has now told Molson Coors they have to stop running that promotion. Really? Because there is nothing to back it up. They said in a statement that the line in the commercials is not puffery or a mere opinion. That is the first time in the history of my life that I have ever used the word puffery, except to describe certain shirts worn by Prince <laughs> or in one episode of Seinfeld. So now they have to stop. So they have to scrap this entire advertising campaign because the NAD has told them that they have to. But they are appealing this decision. Their CCO, Adam Collins, fired back with, we vehemently disagree with this decision because we like, believe light beer should taste like beer, not water, and we are well within our right to share that belief. Yes. So the reason I told this story is because I want to issue a challenge to Molson Coors. I do not have a preferred domestic light. I don't. Because to me... Don't you, though? No, I okay. don't. Right. Yeah, look at my... Brian Haynes just saw my fridge and he went, wow, that is two of every creature, ain't it? Uh, <laughs> because usually I get to two and I'm like, I just don't want a different one now. Jeremy's uh, the, 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 the Noah... Noah's Ark of, yeah. of, of alcohols. The yeah. Noah of beer. Uh so I have never had one of these that I thought tasted like water, minus there is one. There is one that I am not sure is not carbonated alcohol water. I will not say what it is because I, 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 I want to have a challenge. I want to have a domestic light challenge. Okay. 16-team bracket. We'll pair them off, mm -hmm. and we'll determine what the greatest domestic light is. I read this, and I went, think there's that big of a difference and if i get tank to set this up where it's blind taste test i'm not sure i can tell the difference hmm 
I could be wrong. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'm not the connoisseur that you are, so I would be. I don't know if I don't know if you can call me a connoisseur. Connoisseurs like into the tannins and the it breathes, <laughs> and, uh, but no, I want all a, of them. This has a nice nutty finish. Hell yeah, it's got a smooth wispy uh, flavor. <laughs> nope. You know what it is? Available. It's beer. All right. You know what my favorite one is? The next one. This could be interesting. The blind taste test bracket. I, look, I feel like if there's any person, we live in Beer City, USA. Our show is called Beer City's Best Sports Talk. Mm-hmm. I feel like if there's anybody that can defend Miller Coors here or Molson Coors here, I feel like it's me. Of is there somewhere a, a an adult domestic light mm-hmm. that tastes like water? Me, on the other hand, I do not. Uh, I, I I do not agree with the Better Business Bureau on this because I think it's factual information. Bud Light is probably the grossest thing. Oh, stop on the it. beverage market. That's the, if the, if I had a if I had a favorite going into the tournament, that would be it. For what? Domestic light. Uh, to be the best? Yes. Yeah. You're if right. I had a favorite you're going in, you're already actively drunk. You don't need to do this. What are you, cop? Stop. <laughs> stop that. I'd rather drink White Claws than drink Bud Light. Oh, stop. White Claws tastes like television static flavored with snow cone juice. You get out of here with that. I. I accidentally drank one and of those bu- the other day. And to me And I've been angry about it for four days. And to me, Bud Light tastes like Ben, the 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 friendly little bear, peed in the river's edge. Well, you're <laughs> broken. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's just suppose that the Green Bay Packers don't have a quarterback this year named Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Now you've got Jordan Love. I think you're terrible. Your defense was un, was underperforming this past year. I don't see that that's going to get any better. I, if can't you have they, an, I can't believe they brought Joe Barry back. That you have an offense. Um, now the offense is going to be more ineffective than it was this past season with Aaron Rodgers. I, I just don't see it. Okay, so we've got a running game. Run the damn ball! Okay, stack the damn box. All right, so... Here's here's my problem. We think this team is this team's talented outside of that outside of the quarterback, right? Yeah. You play the Bears twice. Mm-hmm. Vikings, Lions, obviously. Mm-hmm. At home, you play the Kansas City Chiefs. The loss that's going to hurt. Yeah. The Los Angeles Chargers, who have never played well in cold weather. Mm-hmm. The Rams, the Saints, and the Buccaneers. Mm, I I see some wins there. With Jordan Love. I don't care if it's with uh, uh, Brother Love, the old WWE wrestler. <laughs> I don't. I care. love you. I I really love that you knew what I was talking I about love there, Brother Love. Uh, Bruce Pritchard. It was a it was it was it a was good great. Shape. It was great. So your away opponents are the Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, Denver Broncos, Raiders, Giants, Steelers. There's there's a lot of wins in that too because none of those teams are are super daunting outside of one or two of them mm-hmm. I, I don't see the oh it falls into the ether without Aaron Rodgers and look I'm the biggest Jordan Love detractor there is I said he was a fifth round pick and laughed out loud when they traded up for him right I just look at all the other pieces and go but you're this, gonna be able to run 
Because, hey, look, and you said stack the box. Great. You want me to tell you exactly how I'm going to beat that? I'm going to bootleg Jordan Love because he's still really, really, really athletic. Okay. And if I've got somebody that can beat you over the top, uh, it's it, I can make it hurt two or three times a game. And that's all I've really got to do. And defensively, I just need to be better than I was last year. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's that much of a stretch. I don't look at Green Bay as the, oh, Aaron Rodgers goes away, and now they're the Houston Texans. I don't see that. I don't think they're the Houston Texans, but they're but they're definitely in the Atlanta Falcons territory for me. You could make it interesting down towards the end of the season. You could have six, seven wins with four weeks to go, and let's just see if you can make the playoffs. Be that scrappy little team. You're never going to be a contender without the quarterback. You've never been, so yeah, why you never not? had to. Well, you never had true. to. You've had a quarterback for thirty years. That's true. Uh, and in the, I'm just, I'm curious how close you can come on this. Okay. Since 1992, that was the first year with Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. How many losing seasons do the Green Bay Packers have? We always talk about this with Pittsburgh. I don't know. Two. It's three. There you go. It's three. Mm-hmm. Have a whole mess of ten win seasons. Sure. It's a good franchise. It's a good franchise. And I just don't think it, I don't think you would be moving off Aaron Rodgers if you didn't think you at least had a somewhat of a solution. They have a fighting chance. They feel I mean, like you've they, watched Jordan Love for three years, and you're making it very clear because there are things leaking out of Green Bay every day that they're disgusted with Aaron Rodgers. They hate the, that he went on the darkness retreat. They're they're tired of this. They're ready to move on. You wouldn't know that if somebody didn't want you to know that. Mm-hmm. Trust me, there's not that many reporters that just look at this and go, "What can I make up today?" Because if it's ever found out that you did it, your journal, your career is over because your journalistic integrity has gone into the into the the, the poo hole. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I will say CNN still exists after all these years. So, you know that you're not wrong. <laughs> so, obviously, the fact that you have uh, you know put your 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 reputation in the toilet doesn't necessarily mean no, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. But uh, you look, we can joke. But Green Bay, uh, I mean, CNN still sucks. But uh, the Green Bay Packers, I I. I just I just can't buy it. I don't know that Matt LaFleur is a great coach. He's a decent coach. I feel like the only reason he's won so many games is because Aaron Rodgers was who he was. This past year was rough. I get it. But I think it only gets worse from here. I don't see Jordan Love coming in and making a, a an amazing comeback. I mean, you have to if you're going to go the route of not having a really talented quarterback then you have to have a team like san francisco to make up for that and i see a roster in green bay that could be that okay what be that what can they add to it to make it that because it's not that now well i i don't think it's that far off i again hate that you brought back joe barry i think he was a huge problem with your defense Mm -hmm. um if they could manage to get that 13th pick for aaron Rodgers, now you got two in the top 15 I could easily see you adding a playmaker. I've had Michael Mayer uh, attributed there forever. Add another offensive lineman with that pick from the Jets. Mm-hmm. I mean, this team's not bad. This team's still talented. You got receivers that are developing every day. Re- and really ask yourself this question. How many young combos of receivers would you rather have than Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs? That's no Alan Lazard, no anybody else. Just mm-hmm. those two. Mm-hmm. How many young combos would you take over that? 
mean, Probably no, they don't have they don't have the high end guy, but that's two solid doubles to me. Christian Watson scored a lot of touchdowns last year, mm-hmm. and it's and that's in a way that he scores in a way that I don't necessarily need to have the All Pro quarterback. I need to generate touches and have somebody that can not turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Do I know Jordan Love can be that? No. I also don't definitively know that he's not, and they seem pretty resigned to moving on. Mm-hmm. They know him better than I do. It could happen. I have my doubts. Green Bay needs to do everything they can not to go to Jordan Love, but at this point, maybe you should. Maybe it's maybe it's time to stink for a year. And, the, and, and then that, you, and, and then that you can very well it. could be what they're looking at. And then you can re, and then you can rebuild it. You can go find the quarterback next year somehow. Well, and that could be what they're looking at is okay. So there's there's two possible outcomes here. We move on from Aaron, recoup the draft capital, whatever it's going to be. It's not going to be the Godfather offer that I keep saying. It's one first round pick. You're not getting more than that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you're getting that much. You go into the year, you add the you add a couple pieces. Now you've got some good young pieces. You had two first round picks last year. And there's two possible outcomes. Jordan Love is the guy, and we're in good shape. Pick up the option, and and we can just keep trudging along. Or uh, he's not the option. You're going to be bad. And we we move up next year and go get the guy. Mm-hmm. That's two pretty good range of outcomes. Because with that roster, if you have a competent quarterback, I don't see you being worse than eight and nine. Yeah. Ever. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Still ahead in the sportsocracy over the next hour, we've got the Washington Commanders offseason preview. We've got linebackers free agency class to rank. We've got the most important message of the day to get to. And I'm sure there will be many, many, many more uh, Russ Wilson comments in the YouTube stream. Uh, as we were talking about uh, d- domestic beers, Stephen Tao says, uh, Russ drinks O'Doul's. And then GG Gambling uh, said, no, Russ gets drunk off O'Doul's. Even better. That's that's teamwork. That's teamwork, people. And that's, that's what I, that's what we're here for. You are in the sportsocracy. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sports Center update coming up next. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. 
There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. The Sportsocracy is live on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. And we are heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Don't forget you can see us as well. Just go to YouTube.com slash The Sportsocracy. And, of course, subscribe to the channel because that's the way you get into the chat with us. And uh, you'll get live alerts as well every time we've got new content coming out uh, next week. Jeremy's going to start rolling out those uh, team by team three round mock drafts. Oh, it's the old draft tree. Old draft tree. The draft the season is upon us, but uh, for the moment, we're we're getting you set for the off season with all of the free agency moves, and we've talked franchise tags this week and such, and going team by team down uh, down the draft order here on what teams need to do to make to turn things around this year, or at least for the teams that we've talked about already. Um, And next up is the commies. Yes, I'm going to continue to call them the commies because that (sighs) irritates Jeremy so much. Because it's so stupid. Because if if you're going to shorten it, it would be the commandos. They're the Washington commanders, not the Washington communists. (laughs) There's a slight difference. (laughs) So as the uh, as as the football team who wears no underwear, uh, the Commandos. See, see. Uh, the Commandos are gonna uh, do what in this offseason? Well, they've already done one big move, and that was getting rid of Scott Turner and bringing in Eric Bieniemy. Is he going to be able to revamp this offense? Can he be any worse than Scott Turner? No. That was the most unoriginative offense I think I've ever seen in my life. And now you get a guy in Eric Bieniemy, and I know he said, I'm not taking this job, folks, don't head coaching jobs. Yes, you did. And you should have. I'm not blaming you for that. But this offense is going to be completely turned over to him. Mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like, I mean, they've got talent. I like all three of the receivers. Not quite sure how I feel about the fact all of them are six one or shorter. That, that bothers me a little bit. But I mean, the league's getting faster and smaller, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you can survive with that. The big question is, what can he get out of Sam Howell? This is my number one quarterback in the class last year. It wasn't close. So if he, so I'm going to play the the comp game, which I absolutely despise. If he's Kenny Pickett last year, mm-hmm. how good is this team? Seven, eight wins? I would say it's more than that. Really? And they were seven, eight wins last year mm-hmm. with Taylor Heineke, who was not Kenny Pickett. He was largely ineffective. Carson Wentz was a disaster. Really curious to see where he ends up after all the after all the, the, the musical chairs happens. Oh, he'll probably be backing up Matt Stafford in L.A. or something. Yeah. Or maybe being the early season starter for one of these rookies. That's what I thought, is that you find a team that he sits in front of Anthony Richardson or Will Levis or something like that. But I don't see anybody looking at him as as more than, we'll we'll start him for three games and then the rookie can come in. Absolutely. I think that's the only path. He's no longer a starter in this league. Three teams have now discarded him 
And well, and I'm he's gotten sure worse. Yeah, and I'm not Everywhere sure he goes, he gets worse. Coming back from that. But, I mean, look, this is a talented team that, that, if I'm being honest, only really has one free agent question. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, you cannot let Deron Payne get out of this building. No matter how you feel, he is he will be the player overpaid the most if he hits the market. Yeah. And so even if it's a one-year franchise tag, whatever the case may be, you need to keep him in this building. Because I still look at that defense, and I know we don't look at it the same way we did two or three years ago when they could not play dead in a Western on uh, offensively, but they dominated. Uh, they were the very part. good defensively. Yeah. They still have all of those same pieces. They still have all of those same pieces. And I'm not sure that you can't be the – I've got – the Seattle Seahawks build of and to, because to me they're exponentially better defensively. You've got some holes on the line, but not huge ones. I mean, I feel like you need a left tackle permanently. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Sam Cosme wasn't terrible. Charles Leno wasn't terrible. I still feel like Andrew Norwell can be a good guard in this league, in spite of the fact he was awful last year. So if you told me they went into this draft and and took the left tackle at 16, whichever one falls to them, it's been Broderick Jones for me every time I've done it, but it could be Paris, it could be uh, Paris Johnson as well. Mm-hmm. And then you get one of these high-level centers, John Michael Schmidt, somebody like that, hey, and offensive line. Put Sam Howell behind that and just make sure Eric Bieniemy understands we don't have to be Kansas City. Right. That's one of the only things I really worry about. Knowing what I know going into this, my fear is that when enemy is, is turned loose, not that he's not going to understand, but you can't do the same things with Sam Howell that you can do with Patrick Mahomes. Right. So if you come out with the intention of we're going to throw it 44 times a game, that's a, that's a bad start. Yes, I like the talent, but that's not who I think this kid is. Because the biggest knock on him was he's a smaller quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I want to see what the adjustments look like. You're somehow you have passed me in being down on Ron Rivera, which is not something that I ever thought was coming. <laughs> it's, it's again, it's not that I'm necessarily down on it. It's just it's run its course. There comes a time in every NFL career where you just don't do anything for me anymore. Did Ron Rivera serve a great purpose at a tumultuous time? in this franchise absolutely no doubt but i feel like we're past that now and maybe no, you're not past that. Until, maybe, until daniel snyder has absolutely nothing to do with his team you ain't past that uh i you're getting past it though you, you you're you're taking the bids the team's gonna be sold everybody's getting what they want daniel snyder's gonna be out of town no, you're, you're getting there yeah you're it, now it's time you have obviously not had this football pulled out from underneath you enough times would it shock you if Daniel Snyder just went, nope, not doing it? Because there, there's a report out today that Jeff Bezos is now clearly the leader in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. The offer is is apparently coming, and it's going to be substantial, mm-hmm. and it's going to be what Daniel Snyder wants. Mm-hmm. Would it shock you if he just looked at it and went, nope, it's my toy, and you can't have it? Shock me? No. Mildly, it wouldn't even, it mildly wouldn't, surprising? Yes. Wouldn't even mildly surprising. Because it's gotten to the point where he can't, he can't do this anymore. Uh, you mean the same place it's been for 15 years? Mm-hmm. 
You underestimate the petulance of, of Daniel Snyder. Until this is signed, sealed, delivered, I will not believe it. Oh, not okay. completely, not to the, oh, we're, we're past that. Mm-mm. I could see it getting drastically worse. And I I won't believe he's not going to pull that little stunt until he doesn't do How it. How does it get worse? You're telling me you don't think there are things that have happened in that building we don't know about? Oh, well, maybe. You're telling me you don't think people know that? I'm sure they do. The entire email server was handed over to the federal government. You're telling me that there's not something there that would be worse? I don't know. I would say aside- that's the only thing that actually makes me feel reasonably good that he will actually sell this team. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like he's got to look around at some point and go, they have to know all of aside this. Aside from actual violent crimes happening inside those inside those walls, um, not I don't feel like anything can make this worse. We already oh, know what the culture was like. We've we've been through all of this. And I don't know. I, I just feel like now it's time to focus on football because everybody's getting what they want. The team's up for sale. You're moving on. Everybody who is, has given Daniel Snyder any hope in the past to being able to grow this product is now turned against him with the land deals and all of that. He's just at a, he's at a dead end. Now, does does he stomp his feet and just, I'm going to be a stick in the mud and I'm going to stay here with my falling apart stadium with no direction for the future? No, I think we're I think we're to the point where it can't get worse. Yeah, I don't agree with you. <laughs> I don't agree with you at all. Uh, I, I think you undervalue what somebody with that much money and that much power, they don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. Do you honestly feel like he wants to sell this team? No, no. That see, that's the, that is the caveat of your. You have somebody here who has probably never been forced to do anything in his life that he didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Now you're taking away his toy. He knows definitively he couldn't buy an arena league franchise. Once this team comes out of his power, he is done in sports for the rest of his life. Yes, and there is nothing that will change that. I still go, uh, what happens when that really marinates on you? Anyway, the point I was trying to make was I feel like we're past the we have to rebuild the culture thing inside the football side of this. The corporate side is a different story, but inside the locker room, I don't feel like it's as big of a distraction, obviously, as it was. And now it's time to focus on trying to win some damn games because it's not something that you've done since the 1980s. Well, and Mike Baker in our YouTube comments said, Biannimi would have run the ball a lot more in Kansas City if if Andy Reid would have let him. I don't disagree with you. Mm -hmm. He was running back in this league. Mm -hmm. So I I think that part will be fine. For me, there's a pretty good talent base. But this has not been a historically good drafting team. And that always makes me nervous. When when I start because I feel like Washington is ascending. Am, am I right? Or do you agree? Disagree? Or are you indifferent on that? I'm indifferent on that. I don't think Eric Bieniemy would have taken this job if he didn't believe that. I mean, you got to understand he looked because he could have had the Baltimore job. Everything I've been told, it was his. He said no. I'm going to Washington. Mm-hmm. I don't think you would have done that with a stable franchise. I mean, Baltimore's probably the most stable franchise in the league. I don't think you do that if you're not pretty comfortable with everything that's happening in washington Mm -hmm. 
Because if he wanted just to take a job, he could have done that any time in the last three years. Sure. I mean, he has to see something in this job that is because regardless of what he wants you to believe and what he says in the press conferences, this is about advancing his career. No doubt. He There's cannot, no other reason to have done Right. It. He cannot advance his career if he goes to a bad situation where he can't win. He knew coming in, they told him, allegedly, Sam Howell is the QB1, and you got to be on board with that. So I have to assume that he's agreed to it and said, yes, I can help you get the most out of this kid. I have weapons. I need to rebuild an offensive line. I got to tweak some things on my defense. I feel like that, that, that secondary is really where we need to focus. A Benjamin St. Juice. On improving. He is, I like him. I, I still like him. But, man, he needs to stop playing on the outside. Mm-hmm. Give me a linebacker and and let's go. Like there are not a lot of super big holes on this team. No, you need a you need a couple additions to the secondary. Wouldn't shock me if you got one of those early in the draft. If a if if either of the top two corners fell in your lap, that's I would say that's the drop dead spot for mm-hmm. for Devin Witherspoon, um, and for Christian Gonzalez. I don't think either one. Both of them are not making it to Washington, and if one does, I don't think they're making it past them. Might be a little high for some of the others. Mm-hmm. Linebacker, this is a good class to need a linebacker because there's a bunch that you can get in day two, early in day three. They could come in and play next to Jamin Davis. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you ever want to know why we fixate on the draft so much, you, you remember, you remember when I said that Jamin Davis thing was absolute insanity. Yes. Do you realize how long you have been trying to make up for that mistake? Do we not say this every year mm-hmm. of you have to figure out somebody to put next to him? And it happened off and on last year. It wasn't necessarily consistent. But if you can get that defense right, Eric Bieniemy obviously believes in Sam Howell or he wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. I think it's an ascending team. And I could see next year being markedly better. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, that's why I say I'm indifferent about it because I just don't know what you're going to get out of the quarterback. Because I can, I, okay. So we talked about Green Bay last hour. I see these two teams very similar. If the quarterback thing does not work, if Sam Howe falls on his face and Jordan Love uh, flames out, you're a six win team. You're six seven win team, and without the quarterback, you cannot win in this league. I mean, this team's been fine with some of the worst quarterback play in the league. And I feel like they're going to bring back Taylor Heineke to back up Sam Howell. It's not like he's going to be flush with options elsewhere. Possibly. So you have a little bit of a backboard there. I And I started thinking I started thinking about this about halfway through the segment, and now I've, I've become pretty comfortable. I'm not sure the Dallas Cowboys aren't the worst team in this division next year. I'm 100% not sure they are not the worst team in this division. I know that sounds insane right now. It does. The Giants are ascending. I think the Washington Commanders are ascending, and I think the Dallas Cowboys are falling. And I didn't see that big of a difference in the first place. Yes, Dallas is good at beating bad teams. They were much better at beating bad teams than Washington was. I get Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. I I feel like there's going to be a regression, and these are two ships passing in the night. I I like this Washington team. You're in the sportsocracy. It's ESPN Asheville. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. 
I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Make sure you're at the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville, March the 2nd through the 6th for the 2023 Ingalls SoCon Basketball Championships. Experience fun for the whole family as your favorite teams compete for the championship and a berth to the NCAA tournament. Get your discounted tickets to the 2023 Ingalls SoCon basketball championships today at your local neighborhood Ingalls Market. For more information, visit SoConHoops.com. That's SoConHoops.com. Welcome back into the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. Don't forget, you can take us everywhere you go with the iHeartRadio app and see us live on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click that live video link, subscribe to the channel, and you can join us in the chat. Um, we did have a question from uh, GG Gambling. He asked in the YouTube comments, um, would it be possible for a team like the Packers to go, quote, Eagles and be a super team with a quarterback like Jordan Love? And I would say the same thing about the Washington Commanders. If Sam Howell's not what we want him to be, can they ever be the quote-unquote super team around that type of a quarterback? Well, you have to understand how many things go into that. I mean, so Philadelphia was a perfect storm because you had uh, you had a roster that was that was good. It was good enough to win a Super Bowl with, with uh, Nick Foles a few years ago. Well, then you get into Cap Hill and you start having to overturn the roster. Well, you got to start hitting guys in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. You've got to start building that talent base. That requires a very specific kind of team that's good in the scouting department, that's good at finding players that, that have smaller roles with other teams and can come in and have a role with them. I've never seen Washington do that. Green Bay is – they're good at it but not great. Mm -hmm. So teams are going to start trying to do that. I mean, it it is not an accident that you're seeing more running quarterbacks because it gives you an, an element of, there are more things you can do offensively than if you just have a statue back there. I mean, I would say the days of the five flat quarterback are done. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't I haven't evaluated one that I had a draftable grade on in three or four years. So then you get into the converse of that is yeah, I feel like a lot of teams are gonna or a few teams are gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You could crash into the rocks miserably. The one I'm looking at right now is Chicago. If I hear Justin Fields compared to Jalen Hurts one more time, I'm gonna scream 
because they are they're not the same player. And just because they have weird elongated throwing motions and they both like to run doesn't mean they're the same guy. So is it possible? Yes, but you're going to have to invest far more money in your scouting department than you do now. Mm-hmm. I've always said Baltimore could do that. Do what? You could, if if you decided to move on from Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. I think there are a handful of quarterbacks in this league that could run a system for what you're built for right now. Tyler Huntley might be one of them. He's a little thin to me, but. You might be able to do it because you draft so yeah. unbelievably well. Yeah. And you're a destination franchise because historically they've always taken great care of players. Mm-hmm. I like the idea. As a football fan, I like the idea of being able to just have that system and pull that offensive system in place where you can just plug and play a quarterback and I don't need a star. I can play any guy that can check off these five tools that I want in a quarterback. And I can and I can trot him out there and win games. I just don't feel like that really exists for most teams. It works for a place like San Francisco. It can work for, I don't know, Kansas City. I know that's not a great example because they, no, have, they have the Mahomes, best quarterback, the greatest time. quarterback ever. But I mean, the, the Andy Reid's system was still good with Alex Smith. So. Alex Smith was, I mean, he was the number one pick in the draft. So that's, to me, that's a, that's another one. That's a, I, I think teams are going to try to do it, but it's with a very specific kind of court. Anthony mm-hmm. Richardson. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you the, the ultimate example. I won't be shocked because I keep being told that he is going to go in the top 10. And I had somebody earlier this week tell me he's going to go in the top five. The only reason you could possibly want to do that is to have an offense that's kind of built like Philadelphia's where you run a lot. He's got a big arm, and you put high-level receivers around him, and you kind of deal with the inaccuracy issues. To I mean, you remember how low I was on Jalen Hurts? Mm-hmm. I have a higher draft grade, or I had a higher draft grade on him than I have on Anthony Richardson. That's saying Now, he's more of a physical – well, I mean, I thought Jalen Hurts was going to be – I thought he would be a weapon in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Be a borderline running back because his throwing motion was so long. So how do you fix that? Well, you put the best offensive line in the league in front of him. Well, they already had Jordan Malata. Mm-hmm. They already had Jason Kelsey. They already had Lane Johnson. So you were you were 60% of the way there before Jalen Hurts ever stepped in the building. Mm-hmm. That's just not a – it's not very replicable. And I'm afraid teams are going to try to replicate it, and it's going to be ugly. Well, and that's that's typically how it goes. It's a hundred percent. That's typically how the NFL goes. Everybody Something tries works to do in the, the NFL, yeah. and then everybody tries to do it. Yeah. And, and the problem is that it's not. This is not a. It, it's not a copy and paste league. There are multiple ways to win. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has completely changed the way I evaluate quarterbacks. Because I said the year he was drafted, he can't play quarterback in this league. Oh, but he's a leader. Yeah. Okay, there's a lot of guys that are leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't see many guys that come to the league and go, well, he was 3-24 and 24 as a starter. Uh, there's a reason for that. Yeah, I hate that argument. I hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a different he's a different guy. Right. I, I'm just I'm apprehensive about both of these teams, the Packers and the Commanders, because I just don't know what to expect. I don't have a lot of faith in Jordan Love. And while I have all the faith in the world in Sam Howell, I just don't know that that's going to work out, and and here's the thing, I don't I don't know what the system's going to look like. 
I don't know what Eric Bieniemy's system is because because we've never seen it. Andy oh, Reid has a system. Yeah, but you t- I mean you take tenants of it's going to look similar. I could I, I mean I would imagine they're so. going to invest in the offensive line. I would say that 16th pick is a is a corner or, an, or a lineman, mm-hmm. and then whichever one you didn't take, you're mm-hmm. taking in the next round. I have seen a lot on social media people coming to the defense of of Eric Bieniemy, and rightfully so. Because there are people who still say the say all of the things about why Eric Bieniemy hasn't gotten a job that he didn't really run the offense and it was all Andy Reid and blah 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 blah. Do you really think a guy who spent the last ten years with one of the best coaches in the league never learned anything? No. Do you really believe that this guy's not going to be able to take the Andy Reid system and kind of tweak it to his own, obviously, but still make it work? I think it will. I, I do too. I really do think it will. I, I mean, and look, this is this is what I haven't heard this yet, so I feel like it needs to be said. There is this misnomer that that Patrick Mahomes came into Kansas City as this ready-made product, and that Andy Reid just was it was lucky that he had drafted this outrageous talent that no one else spotted. It's flat out not true. Eric Bieniemy had a big role in that, instead of Andy Reid. So, for me, one of the things that makes me like Washington so much is I feel like I've already watched Eric Bieniemy take a quarterback that had limitations. When he was drafted, I mean, I can tell you this definitively, this is one of those, I, this is not an opinion, I know it. The New York Jets were in on Patrick Mahomes, heavily. But their fear was, in the New York media, we're not going to be able to keep him on the bench for a year, mm-hmm. and we're going to throw him out there too early, and we're going to break him. Kansas City didn't have to do that. They sat him for a year. The enemy worked with him. He saw what you. He saw how you can take the raw elements of a quarterback and cater your system around it. That is exactly what he needs to do with Sam Howell, because Sam has high level. There are high level parts of Sam Howell's game. Mm-hmm. Now, if you think you're going to run him as much as he ran at North Carolina, you will get him killed because he is not big enough to do that. But if you want him to sit in the pocket, use his ability to to. to boot on play action and, and use his legs some i think you can absolutely do that and you've got three guys that can absolutely torch you down the field with terry mclaurin uh Jahan dotson and curtis samuel then you need to tie it in and now you've got an offense that is never going to look like kansas city no but can it be kansas city ultralight maybe <laughs> okay so just one or two carbs nice oh yeah this is the the yeah, I mean, it's got a carb, but it's only got one. So I don't feel bad about it. It doesn't have the full-bodied flavor. but mm-hmm. Better taste, less filling. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Stick with us through the break, because uh, on the other side, it's the most important message of the day. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. 
Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Oh, and it's that time on the Sportsocracy where we bring to you the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes! Yeah, let's go up to Pennsylvania for this one. Look, uh, there are few people in this world that hate squirrels like Jeremy Green does. Uh, That would be zero, Alex. Uh, But possibly, possibly we found a man who lives in the Warwick Township in... North Lancaster, Northern Lancaster County in Pennsylvania. So last Friday morning, a neighbor thought they heard something that sounded like a gunshot. So being the concerned neighbor and more importantly, the concerned parent that she is, she immediately went to go check on the baby. And when she went into the baby's nursery... What did she find? A dingo. No, she found debris all over the floor and a bullet hole in the drywall just above the crib of her sleeping child. Well, it turns out that the gunshot was just one of several gunshots that was fired off in the neighborhood. Why she didn't hear the other ones, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, one of her neighbors at 11.24 a.m. was out on his front lawn shooting at a squirrel. They are the silent killers in the sky. (laughs) And uh, obviously charges are pending on this gentleman. Don't shoot at people's houses. Right. Shooting into an occupied uh, home. Nonetheless, I mean, he no way he possibly could have known this unless he's familiar with that family of where the, the baby sleeps. But did he see the house? But come on. Because that's a house? Like, you don't go shooting your firearm off toward someone else's house. No. Uh, although brighter side to the story, police came, they investigated, they did indeed find a dead squirrel due to a gunshot wound under a local wood pile. So, I mean, if there's a bright side here, Jeremy, for you, it is that the world has one less squirrel today. It's a start. My story is from Essex, which is in England. There has been a two year or a year and a half hunt for two elderly men that are that robbed a jewelry store on Epping High Street in Essex. It's two little old men, both balding, gray-headed. They were wearing coronavirus masks and trench coats. Well, we have figured out who these two men were. They were 28-year-old George Murphy Bristow and 37-year-old Benjamin Murphy. 
Now, does that not sound odd? These little old men wearing a trench coat. One of them kind of looks like Rudolph Giuliani. It was all a very elaborate facade. Ah. They were li- they were really lifelike latex masks, and they had all of the devices. So they break into this jewelry store. They tie up one of the employees, and they steal a $15,000 Rolex off his arm. The only video is of them as two little old men. Mm-hmm. Would you care to gather a guess as to how they got caught? It took almost a year for them to be caught. They have now been sentenced. They posted about it on social media. Nope, that would be that would be slightly dumber, but not by much. They left their car on the side of the road, and the 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 traffic enforcement came to give it a ticket. Well, the only problem is that the car wasn't registered to anything. And they left it unlocked. They left everything in the trunk. For a year? Yes. Well, it it had been in the car for a year. Or had they kept doing this at other... It it does not say that they had committed any other robberies. Right. But they found the the lifelike latex masks. That is the hardest phrase in the English language to say. And so they took them to their forensics lab. What is the problem with wearing a lifelike latex mask? Probably hard to find. Well, hard to find would be one thing, uh, but it covers your mouth. So if you say anything, no. which you had to do to tell the guy to sit in a chair. There's going to be spittle. Yeah, there's there's spittle, which has your DNA in it. And they figured out who these two guys were. So they put out an APB. They found the older brother at a traffic stop, arrested him, and he flipped on the brother. They have now both been convicted uh, Murphy Bristow was convicted of robbery, two counts of possession of a bladed article, Ooh. and going equipped for theft. Is that is that like wearing those uh, forearm pads that uh, the the Batman had? I guess that those are. What did you say? Bladed article. Possession of a bladed article. Mm. Where were is the drugs a, going? Sorry, is, I had to. Uh, is that the hidden the hidden knife in the boot trick? I, I guess. <laughs> I, I feel like England just really lays out what you're charged with. Uh, he got 13 years, and uh, Murphy, the 37-year-old, received an 18-year custodial sentence for stealing a $15,000 So he has to be a janitor? <laughs> Look, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you find articles that were written in England. Yeah. Sometimes they say things that you don't think about before you say them and put them in in a term that makes sense and now jeffrey has to scrub the floors in the prison for the next 18 years don't do crimes uh we have two of these i'm your huckleberry first one's from gage camplin who said the bears should trade justin fields and draft bryce young i couldn't agree with you more if i tried however i'm not sure that that's what they're going to do i'm not quite to the point where i'm backing off of that yet Mm mm-hmm there are still people that say they're actively looking as well they should be. as well they should be and then our buddy bo walker i'm your huckleberry said tom brady could drink russ under the table <laughs> to which stephen tower responded with so could tank yeah that's right that's right come on russ let's do some shots russ has yeah russ has a shot of uh, pickle juice and just goes i have to go home <laughs> uh it's good to see bo in the uh, in the comments uh, we appreciate everybody who gets into the comments each and every day with us here in the sportsocracy as we continue our off-season previews and the uh free agency classes well linebackers an interesting class 
It might be the best of all classes. Really? I mean, look how many you've got. Levante David is still really, really good. He is. He's not going to be really, really good for your football team for much longer. I don't know about that. I do. I really don't. I don't know how you're going to afford it. I I feel like we've done the cap calisthenics thing for so long Mm -hmm. that now people just think the salary cap doesn't matter at all. Let me say this as clearly as I can. There comes a day where the bill comes due. And when you have a $35 million dead cap charge from a player that will play as many snaps for you as I will, mm-hmm. that's when that comes due. I can imagine so. I don't know how they're going to do it, but there still seems to be a lot of talk in that building about Levante David staying, being brought back somehow, some way. He wants to finish his career as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. He may not have that opportunity. I get that. But yeah, I'm not, I, I will believe that I'm not throwing that out the, out, out the window. More than likely – I would say you're correct. He goes to he goes somewhere else. Yeah, I will believe Levante David wants to finish his career there when I say it. Because I don't buy it. I don't buy it why a player would want to tie – Who he is 33 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have no shot. You have less than no shot. You have like Houston Texan level shot to be Super Bowl commit. You can roll your eyes at me all you want to. Yeah. The Houston Texans at least have draft capital. You have nothing. Mm-hmm. You have this roster is going to get worse every single year. And they know it. That's why these reports are coming out about Kyle Trask. Mm-hmm. He's not tying himself to that. It doesn't make any sense. Right. It's one thing about, well, I want to retire here. Yeah, how often does that happen? You know why? Because it's hard to stay in a window for sure. 15 years. Sure it is. Absolutely. So, Levante David's your number one. He would he would be my one, but he's very specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's just there's a ton of them. Tremaine Edmonds from Buffalo Bills. He was fantastic last year. That is of if you told me hey, if I'm the Buffalo Bills and I have to bring back one of the two big free agents I have, I can either go heavy in on Jordan Poyer or I can bring back Tremaine Edmonds. It's Tremaine Edmonds. I don't even think about it. He's six years younger, mm-hmm. and he just flat out played better. I think he is an integral part of that defense with the way it's set up. Mm-hmm. Having somebody that can deal with linebackers, somebody that can roll, that can run with, I mean, he even ran with slot receivers at times last year. So he would be my two. And Jermaine Pratt's probably my three. That's that's where I go. He's one of, to me, he's one of the most undervalued players in, in the NFL. Agreed. And I don't see any shot Cincinnati lets him get out of that building. I don't think so either. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they can. If, if they want a franchise tag, Jermaine Pratt, or if they want to use the franchise tag on Jesse Bates. But somehow, some way, you got to get Jermaine Pratt in the building. Well, I was uh, when when I was on the Adam Gold show earlier, something was mentioned about Cincinnati, and I didn't get the chance to respond to it. So I'm going to respond to it here. Okay. Joe Burrow saw the deal that Pat Mahomes signed. Don't be shocked if he signs one of those unbelievably long deals. Ten years at his would probably be. 500 mm-hmm. pat got what 450 yep i would say he probably steps up to 500 and then you can push it and keep pushing it because he really wants to keep all of the pieces are, uh, yep. around yeah and I mean, just one of the keep biggest, drafting well one of the biggest talking points for the cincinnati Bengals, or at least around the cincinnati Bengals offense has been t higgins what are we going to do with t higgins because we can't afford to sign him and sign joe burrow to the big contract and then jamar chase comes up next year yeah you can oh I, and i and i fully believe you can i'm just saying that's it's gonna get real expensive real quick mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the T. Higgins thing to me is dumb, dumb talk. Mm-hmm. I, I see people I doing this. Well, the Bears could give them the 53rd pick. They would laugh you out of the building. No doubt. No doubt about that. Uh, other guys to look at in this, David Long. I mean, that's not a name that, that the the average fan really knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's real, 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 real good. And I'm not sure he wants to tie himself to Tennessee. I've said this before. I think that's the hardest team to figure out in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And if he hits the open market, he is going to get a bag from somebody. Yep. See, you said this is a – what did you say? This is a great class. or It's a really strong class. A really strong Depending on what you're class. looking for. And I think that's where I go with, with this class. Sure, I mean, there are a lot of different guys, a lot of different linebackers who do a lot of different things that can that can fill holes. But for the most part, you look at this class, you go, Levante David's at the top. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give you Jermaine Pratt. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Edmonds, maybe. And then after that, it's a whole bunch of just role I don't know how you're saying Jermaine Edmonds, maybe. He was the second highest-rated linebacker in the league. Was he really? Yes. I did not realize he, he was year. that good as far as the analytics are concerned. Yeah, he was phenomenal last year. Uh, and he's just he's too important because he's too hard to replace. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, that's the only year he's really been – that good which always scares me because those guys tend to regret tend to regress when they get paid Mm -hmm. but it's not like you can he's the one that i'm positive is not hitting the open market i don't think jermaine pratt will uh levante david will and i could see him getting a i could see him getting one of those bobby wagner type deals for a year and then he just does this until he's ready to go so 10 million dollars 10 12 somewhere in there yeah He's that good of a player. Okay. And now this is not a high impact position mm-hmm. and a lot of teams really don't want to pay them, but there's there and there are guys in the draft. It's just where do they fall and what do you need? It's such a niche position of, I need a guy that does this. And so if, if that's what you're looking for, he could get very highly paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most interesting ones to me is Leighton Van Der Esch because I can't figure out where he lands, but I feel like somebody's going to not, not pay him to the highest extent, but I think he winds up getting more money than you think. Mm-hmm. Because he is a weird fit in that Dallas defense for what Dan Quinn wants to do. But he's been productive enough for them to keep coming back to him. What happens with Devin Bush? I don't know. Uh, I've, I've always said I think he's just horribly miscast in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And... A, a a forward thinking team that runs a much different defense. I don't think he's a three four inside linebacker. I didn't think it, if you remember when they drafted him, you were all up in arms about this pick, and I went no no no. Yeah, Devin White was the good one. Yeah yeah. That's the ironic part is I think if those two could switch roles, they would actually both be in better scenarios. Mm. Even though it's the same base set, they ask you to do different things. Right, and. I mean, he'll get a he'll get a one year prove it deal somewhere, mm-hmm. probably from a four three team that wants to play him off the ball. That would be my guess. Yeah, it's just still weird to me to see. So I, I just I just did the little thing where Spot Track will tell you what the what the market value is for a player. Devin, Eight dollars. Devin Bush is three million. Mm. Three million. Like that's that's it. Oh, I think but that's he's high. Been bad. Oh, but I think that's high. He has been bad. So I get it. Yeah, he's a he's one of those like Miles Jack last year of he'll go to a good team, they'll give him one shot, 
And if it doesn't go well, he will be doing the same thing a year from now. You are in the sportsocracy, and it is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. We'll be right back. Did you know that Ingles sells more organics than any other grocery store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800 627 1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. We are back in the Ingalls studio to close out the week here on ESPN Asheville. Just a few moments left in the program. And, uh, Jeremy, uh, your your Florida State Seminoles are in the news. And it's not even really them. They're just the conduit. Okay. You know that thing that you always say about Friday is the perfect time to say something? Document if, dump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Florida State Athletic Director Michael Alford, he just did that. His quote was, something has to change when it comes to closing the growing revenue gap with other conferences. That's the first time that I have heard an ACC school say anything out loud that they were unhappy with the split. Mm-hmm. The SEC, or the, the Big, Ten's new, Big Ten's new media deal starts next year. The SEC's is the year after that. It puts the ACC $30 million per year behind them. Mm-hmm. That is a gigantic problem. And if you're not careful, I know we, we, we went down the rabbit hole of who can move and who can do what. This is the, the, that was Florida State going, you have two premier programs in this conference when it comes to football. Yep. Got a few more that are in the periphery. Yeah, you got Florida State and Carolina. That's it. Florida State and Clemson. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Carolina's in that next year. Yes. But in terms of money makers, I feel like this was Florida State going, not quite open for business, but if something doesn't change pretty soon, mm-hmm. I won't be shocked if we are. You can't survive that way. I was going to say, historic programs like Florida State are not going to sit on the sidelines and be put at a fiscal disadvantage year in and year out. If they think that there's an opportunity 
that they can go to the Big Ten or they can go to the SEC and get a chunk of this money, they're going to do it. And what do you think that uh, and and what do you think that does to the ACC? Well, the ACC you think you can't make money now. Oh, the ACC has two huge problems. One, the television deal is a nightmare, mm-hmm. and it's signed for thirteen more years. You'll never make it to the end. Uh, Florida State commissioned a market valuation that says Florida State and Clemson contribute roughly fifteen percent a piece. Of the value of the ACC? Yes. They get 7% apiece. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be happy doing that for long. You're not going to be happy doing that for long. And I'm sure we are on a Carolina affiliate. I'm sure somebody somewhere is going, but, but, but Duke and Carolina and NC State. It's not even close. Your basketball number, and you're the Blue Bloods. Well, two of you. And then NC State. Puppy fingers. You're not even in the ballpark. You don't hold a candle. To what these two football powers do and that's the problem is that the acc is built on we're good at everything they have a national power in every sport mm-hmm. the problem is that when this nil thing came along and all of the distribution of wealth became a bigger deal i might have told you this was coming <laughs> then the schools like florida state and clemson are going wait a minute you're riding our coattails And it's cute that you're good in basketball. It doesn't pay the bills. Mm -hmm. Do you see the irony of how bad Florida State has randomly gotten in basketball after years of being fantastic? Because the new AD came in. And he went, one of these matters. The other matters. But in terms of the bottom line, not that much. Not as much. And so now you're having to find ways to survive. Mm -hmm. Because this ACC media deal is awful yep and there's no way out of it yep and nobody brings the eyeballs like those two top tier programs florida state and clemson something certainly to keep an eye on and the timing i anytime i see something do like somebody do something like that on a friday i always think of you and go huh that's a shot across the bow yep the seven most watched games in the acc this past football season all had something to do with florida state and clemson Mm mm-hmm the top most watched uh, uh, game outside of that was when Pitt played Tennessee. Wow. You're in the sportsocracy. It is ESPN Asheville, and it is officially the weekend. Have a great one. We will be back with you on Monday as it's Combine Week already? Yeah, you're a